The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We're going to have a fun show for you guys today. Before we get started, let's say hi to my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, look, I'm holding up Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> good day, everybody. Good day, good day, good day, as they say in Scotland. Good day, good day. Hey, you guys, I hope you like our new sign. Ron had that made for the show, the Hollywood Movie Theater with the Jimmy Star Show and with Ron Russell. Yeah, and, so uh, that you all know who we are. I want you to see my shirt. Oh, you can't see it. Can you see it? got to stand up. It's Popeye, Popeye the Sailor Man. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. They I'm like strong to the finish because I eat my spinach. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. They actually like love it. They love the shirt. They love the background. Ten dollars in um, Burlington. Burlington. I use it as a sleep shirt. It's nice because it's long and it's cotton and it's soft and you can sleep in it. So I decided to wear it on the show today because my doctor yesterday said I'm as strong as any superhero. So I said to him, am I as strong as Popeye? And he said, you are absolutely as strong as Popeye. So I'm wearing a Popeye shirt. Olive, I love you, Olive. Come over here. Give me a kiss, Olive. Popeye, Popeye, you're so fresh. Get off my tits. Ooh. Olive, I love you, but you don't have any tits. That was nice. <laughs> no, olive oil doesn't. She's Poor olive skinny. oil. <coughs> She's just no ass and no boobs. She's like a broom. How long is it? It goes like down, like it two. goes past my dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did I say that? It goes past El Cracho. So we so got if women, if you girls wear it, it'll cover the pussy and the crackola of the of the Asella. <laughs> so you can look wear it as a nightshirt, girls, and the guys can wear it as a uh, whatever. And then he could say to his his boy or girl, whoever's in bed with him, you want to see my Popeye? And then they say, mm, let's see your Popeye. And then you just lift the shirt up a little bit and you do a Popeye dance. You get your penis to dance like Popeye. So, and, you, and then you sing with it as it's dancing. So, I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I'm going to grab you, baby, in the can. You know. You can get in trouble with that one. Mm. Hang on. We have a ton of people in the chat room. Let's say hi to everybody. A ton of people. Hey, what's up, goddesses in the chat room? In proper grammar. People cannot be a ton. We have a lot of people. You have the- many Thousands, okay, let me millions. tell you. So we've got B. Claudia. What's up, B. Claudia? Her friend Julia is here. Hey, Julia, Julia nice to meet you. Julia, Thanks for joining us. Julia, Julia, Julia. Uh, Julia Teresa Saban is Julia, here. Julia, Julia, you know what B said about you? 
She said you were a loose woman and a drunk and a tramp. I don't want to start trouble, but I wouldn't be don't her friend. Don't do that friend. to somebody who's brand new. Don't do that to somebody who's brand why? new. You never heard our show ever. Well, and you're now, she'll, now she'll call up B and say, why did I you know, say that? No, he's in the chat things? room, too. B, 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 it was a joke. Tell your friend Julie it's a joke. <laughs> and if Julie's going to come in our show, she better get down and dirty. Because she says thank you for saying hi to her. Hey, JB. That's hi, Julia. Julie. Um, so we have Goddess in the chat. Hold on. Eileen Shapiro is in the chat room. Eileen Shap- I knew she was in the showroom because somehow breasts were coming through my TV screen. Cindy Lady Lake is in the chat room. Cindy Lady Lake. Hello. How's Dawn your Hinton is in the chat room. Dawn Hinton. How's- Lady Lake. Show your watch. Oh, my watch. Oh, listen. Listen. I should have armed guards here. I took it out of the vault. We have a vault in our house. A safe. I took it out of my safe for you. This is my howdy doody original you got to show you worth you can more, see that nobody can worth see it. more than a diamond rolex i mean this watch is the original it wind up howdy doody i wore it because i'm in a popeye t-shirt and this is a beautiful i shouldn't show it to close because people will no I, I don't want to flaunt it but angela it, joseph it's is- an original howdy from way back when i was a little boy uh, Nick Lyon is in the chat room. Nick Lyon. Oh, Angela Joseph is in the chat room. Angie Baby. Uh, Boomer Mays. I don't know if I said Boomer Mays. Oh, Boomer. Jimmy you... is in the chat room. Jimmy's Universe is in the chat room. Hey, Jimmy Universe. They all said you sound better this week, too. I feel great. How's your universe, Jimmy Universe? And Boomer, how's your booms? Are they booming? There you go. Um, I don't know. I and know there's Nick more. Nick Lyon. You know, I wrote about Nick Lyon. His real name it's is. His birthday. When his is his real, birthday? I already wished him a happy birthday. I mean, how many times? I mean, Nick Lyon's real name is uh, Nicola Leone, and he's wanted by the FBI. So he changed his name to Nick Lyon, and he's hanging out with all those fags. He hangs out with Tim Morse and Wendy Stewart, pretending that he's a big gay guy. This way, <laughs> the cops won't know where he is. Right, Nick? <laughs> mm. He's in the chat room. I don't know. I know there's more people, but there's nothing. I It's going by so fast. I can't actually see who's there, so I don't know who's there. Yeah, but. Wendy's in today, so we're going to have a lot of fun with her. Absolutely. But she has the gall and the nerve and the colossal gall to say that I talk more than she does. That's bullshit. So Wendy Stewart Kaplan is coming on today, you guys. We love her to death. She's fabulous. Um, and, and she talks more than I do. Trust and, me, and, you'll see when we do the interview. talk a lot. And uh, and then we have the fabulous. Well, Jews do that. Jews never shut up, and Italians never shut up. So, being a Jewish Italian, how could I ever shut up? It's not possible. And Julia says she needs one more whiskey right now. <laughs> Julie, baby, listen. Go down to Julia. the lo- Julia. Go down to the local pub. Get a nice that gorgeous brown beer that I love. The Bach. You know what is it called? It begins with an F. S. Uh, stout, stout. She's not in. She's not in Germany. I don't think, though. I don't. Where, Julia, where, where are you? Tell us where you you are, Julia. Because uh, we don't know. Um, Eileen says you guys are equal in talking. <laughs> what did she say? You guys are equal in talking. And um, Stuart and I. Listen, Eileen. Just because you're flat-chested, don't get evil with me. God made you flat-chested. Too bad. Live with it. Now, uh, Julie, go down to your. Le- the, go down to the tavern. They Get want to it. know what you're doing with your hair today. <laughs> my hair is, well, I'm, I wear my pajamas, so I might let my hair be bed. It looks kind of like Andy Warhol. <laughs> well, no, I like you know, I like to change looks. And when I'm crazy, I want to look crazy. And since I wore my Popeye shirt, and later I'm going to show Eileen my Popeye uh, shirt. Eileen says, love you, Ron. No, really, Eileen, you haven't seen my Popeye And God shirt. says she'll have a martini. <laughs> right, Eileen, you haven't seen my Popeye 
a shirt in quite a while. They love your hair today. <laughs> I do too. It's fun. It's funny. Listen, listen, listen. You know, Mamie Van Doren, I know for a hundred years. The last time I saw Mamie Van Doren was 12 years ago. And it was here in Palm Springs at a movie theater where her movie was premiering an old film of hers. And we were bored with the movie. So Mamie and I went out and we sat in the hallway on the steps for the for like an hour. And we just had the most intimate talking and she had on a skirt so short and the steps kept pulling the shirt up 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 and up till almost a box was showing and i looked and i said mamie you have the most incredible legs in the world she was like a hundred then now she's 90 then she was like a hundred i said mamie your legs no varicose veins no fatty cells nothing and that's when she turned around and she said you should see my tits and i'd say well, i'd love to <laughs> but she never whipped them out in the hall but she's bigger than eileen Oh, yeah. She's got Eileen beat by a mile. Anyway, Mamie is 90 and I'm in you know, correspondence with her and I'm trying to get her to come on the show. I don't know that Mamie at 90 uh, knows how to do it, but she can get one of her gay friends to get her on the show. Um, you know, she needs lighting. People, when they're beautiful, like she looks gorgeous for 90. She looks 40. I mean, she makes Mae West look like shit. And Mae West looked pretty good for her 100 years of living. Um, anyway, we're going to all encourage Mamie to come on the show because Mamie Van Doren has banged everybody in Hollywood that was worth banging, every gorgeous movie star, everybody. I have a wonderful uh, uh, Mr. Blackwell story where Mr. Blackwell lived in the bottom of Coldwater Canyon and Mamie was making love with a famous actor up in the jacuzzi and Blackwell said that she kept him awake because she was screaming and her voice was echoing down the canyon. So we have a lot of good, sexy Mamie Van Doren, you know, eat them up alive stories. She was always probably one of the most sexiest 1950s movie actresses. I mean, she wore those bras that were like scones, you know, where the tits look like points. I mean, she'd stab somebody to death if she turned quickly. Anyway, Mamie, we love you. I love you, Mamie. So Julie, wait, wait, wait. Mamie lives in Long Beach. You know, she has a beauty parlor that she owns and runs in Long Beach on the ocean. So Julia is from Russia and she met B at a, at a Queen concert. So, Julia, welcome from Russia. Oh, we have actually Julia, a welcome to the free state of Germany. Living in Russia is no joke. She we lives have, in Russia now. Oh, you live in Russia she now? She met her in Germany when she was on vacation. She Why are you concert. still in Russia? <laughs> I mean, we have so many Russian friends here that wouldn't go back if you gave them a million bucks. They said living under communism is horrible. Well, well we're, not gonna... we're happy that you're there. Yeah, I'm ho so I hope you, you so stay much. safe and they, and they don't, you know, do anything bad to you. Thank you, you so much, Julia. You know. Yeah, we're mm -hmm. loving that you're like tuning in for us. And I forgot to say hi to artist Miss Kim, one of my favorite people on the planet. So artist Miss Kim, uh, when I was doing my shout outs, I don't think I mentioned you and love you to death. You're fabulous. She's OK. I wouldn't and, go that far. And uh, she's OK. Julia she's wrote nice. something in Russia, but I don't know exactly what it is. Well, we have to get our good friend, the magnificently beautiful Eugenia Kuzmina. To, to translate yeah, she's, it for she's us. Russian. So anyway, you guys, um, real quick, before we bring on our first guest, you can listen to the Jimmy Star Show every week. We're on from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time. Which what do you is mean the Jimmy Star Show? When, did I, when, did, I, when did I die? When, Jimmy tell Star me when show, I died. With the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Egotistical Every Wednesday bitch. from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time, 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time. You can hear us on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, 
YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, and SoundCloud. We're on a bunch of other ones, but that's the best and one. A chat room, please write. If it wasn't for Ron Russell, there would be no Jimmy Star Show. Jimmy would be selling shoes in the mall somewhere. No, not at all. Oh, they're, they're laughing. Jimmy's in trouble. <laughs> Thank you, Teresa. <laughs> Well, how would you like it if if for 10 years you worked for free, not a nickel? I don't get a dime. I don't get a penny. Nothing. I don't even get a sandwich. And for my birthday, he well, took you don't me get to a what? A sandwich. A sandwich. And for my birthday, he took me to Denny's because we got it's a, free because it was free. I got my 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 meal free because it was my birthday. Talk Let's, about oh, they said she wrote hello in Russian. Thank you, Julia. Oh, hello, Julia. All right, you guys. So we're gonna bring on our first guest. Um, she's getting ready to come on. Hello, hello. Let's make sure we can hear you. Yes, I'm here. Oh my god, we can hear you. Such a loud broad. Oh my, oh my god. Ron, oh. I'm so excited to be on the Jim Star oh. show with Ron Russell. Oh my god, she's so loud. Those fucking Jews in New York, they're so loud. Oh, look at those boobs, too. She's she got her already. tits hanging out. She's trying to outdo Eileen. Never had. No, no, no. I can never do out to Eileen. But Ron, I know how you are with tits, you know? So it's like I they're know. here for you. Do you know something? I've grown to love you. <laughs> no, seriously. I've I've only known you a short time and I've really know. grown I've really grown to love you. I cannot wait to go to this Josoho Johnny thing uh September 14th, and you're gonna be there, and we're all staying at the same hotel. Are you staying at the hotel well, with she us? She lives there, so she's here, Ron. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but you could stay at the hotel with us because no, gonna... I don't need to say I, I live. I live here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be there the whole time. I can't wait to see you in person. I've only ever seen you in person once in my entire life. When I was recovering from uh, heart right. surgery, right? Yeah. And, and you so seem hard. totally recovered now, Ron. And um, what's going on with your hair today? <laughs> well. He's I, like Andy Warhol. I, I was fixing an electric plug and I got a shock. Hang on. We have to do a formal <laughs> no, introduction. I, I oh, yeah, I need my formal introduction. Okay, go for it, boys. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, one of the most talented women I've ever met, the fabulously wonderful Wendy Stewart. Hello and welcome to the show. <laughs> and, her husband, and her husband said she goes like a bunny. <laughs> God. So you guys, so you already know Ron. You already know Ron, but we yes. have a chat room literally full of room. So we need to say first say hi to everybody in the well, chat room. I want to say hi to everyone who I know in the chat room, which is first I'm gonna start off with Nick Lyon. Look, I have your sunglasses here. Don't, don't the cops the cops are looking for him. Don't make be, right. The cops are looking for him. Be Claudia, Angela, Joseph, um, Teresa. Um, I know there's other people in there Dawn, too. Because Don thinks you Dawn, wore, oh my you god, how could I have she wore the tie-dye for her? <laughs> we were we were texting actually beforehand. Dawn and Dawn is such an amazing person. Thank you for all the support you've given me and for being here today. I always love texting with you. Is there anybody I missed in the chat room? Because I can't see who's there. Uh, uh, goddess, but I don't think you know Goddess. No, uh, I don't know, but it's like we always want to make new friends. <laughs> and, and Nick says, and, and, and and Nick if, says, I love you, Wendy. <laughs> we Nick, just celebrated Nick's birthday. We had a blast. What a blowout blast. When <laughs> I first met Nick many years ago, somebody said to me, he's a photo bomber. And that's how I always remembered Nick as a photo. He bomber. does have his picture taken, but don't we well, all come on, Ron? Ron, oh, you, you like no, I, I have uh, my pictures taken by force. 
No, I don't like picture taking. You don't know that about me. You I don't I know that about you because any event you go to, I see your mug all over the place. It's called, it's called, public, it's called publicity. <laughs> if I were not in show business, you would never see a picture of me on Facebook or anywhere, ever. I'm serious. You I are really in show that. business. <laughs> so there no. you go. Well, that's the only reason why I'm in pictures all the time, because I promote what we do but and the talking. fans and the shows and the red carpets. But I don't like me in photographs. You know, I'm 81 fucking years old. When you're 81, let's talk how you're going to like seeing your mug. Honestly, in, in if I look as good as you do, and this is not for no, nothing, you guys bullshit. have pictures up. Ron, you know what? Look at you. you got a full head of hair. Today, you look like a Wishnik doll, okay? But yeah, just but, wait, what's a Wishnik doll? Wait, what's a Wishnik doll? The dolls you put a in your doll. car. Oh, a troll doll. <laughs> no, I used to love those. Oh, my God, I love those. I had but, one that had hair like Ron's. You know what? You can look decent at 81. And people say, you look oh, amazing. You, wait, Kay Ballard told me this. And she love said her. to me, Yeah, I love Kay. She was a good friend, made the best lasagna in Palm Springs. Kay Ballard said to me, I forgot the joke, but it's on my interview if you watch it with her. She said, Don't you love it when people say you look good for your age? And then the joke comes after that. You know, <laughs> I don't look like I looked when I was 20. So I don't really like me photographed. Because when I was 20, I used to say to myself, you look, you look ugly. Now wow. I look back and I was gorgeous. You know, it's funny how we all look at our young pictures. When we're young, we think we're homely. And when we get old, we think we're gorgeous. But no, I don't enjoy looking at my photographs. Not at all. I swear I'll to God. i have to remember that. Then the next time the camera's coming your way, we'll knock you the no, heck out, Ron. No, no, no. I will always be on camera as long as I'm in showbiz. Don't forget, I have movies that I make. I have to promote movies I'm in. You do. You know, I'm a PR. I'm not, I'm not a PR person. Jimmy is. But I <laughs> listen, Wendy, you know you have to push your box to get ahead. Come on. I, I mean, haven't pushed a box ever, so there you, you go. You look gorgeous today. Okay. I love. I like Thank that hair. Flattery will get you everywhere. No, oh, I, don't, I, don't, listen, <laughs> I don't flatter anybody. If you were an ugly mutt, I couldn't say you look beautiful today. Aww. So you know what I mean. Well, what do we really like if Papa Streisand came on my show? What am I going to say? You're gorgeous. I mean, people say she's full of shit. So you know, because she's a mutt, but. <laughs> You look. You know beautiful. what they say, Ron? Beauty is only skin deep. It's what's inside that counts. No, beauty is only as deep as the needle goes with the Botox and the rest of it. <laughs> I set that one up for you, love. <laughs> you did not disappoint. You never disappoint me. You just catch it and you go with it. I really can't wait to see you. I swear, my kids, Same. I think we're going to have such a good time. A blast. You know, get, well, you know, we're crazy, Eileen, and then my Billy Hess, who I, I'm mad about. Billy... Love. Eileen and I are the filthiest human Mike beings. going to be there? Well, I turned into an old maid virgin. Oh, I, stop. Oh, yeah. Ike is no longer my favorite person because now he's like a judgmental old Italian woman from Italy that has warts on her nose and can't find a man. No. Ike, Ike is no longer the outrageously wild gay guy he was. He got very conservative. That's just because he's been stuck in the house with COVID. Yeah, well, it's just been the pandemic. You should have seen his show. It was amazing. He was out of control. And well, I'm, funny I'm, not, I'm not in New York. If I were in New York, I certainly it would see it. Well, I, was I was worried that Ike being locked up couldn't have sex with anybody. He would go blind, you know, but he didn't. <clears throat> <laughs> 
I love oh Ike. God. You know, Ike, if Ike doesn't come, you nobody comes. There, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tim Moss, who I love and adore, I wrote on my Facebook. Love and adore. Oh, that headshot of me that Getty did. Tim wrote, uh, hot, hot, hot. So I answered back, uh, put on a push-up bra, you got a date. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tim Moss. I did so we just the show together. I love Tim Moss. Amazing talent. I mean, these guys are all so incredibly talented. And to think they didn't get to do their thing like they wanted to during the pandemic. And look what they're doing now. You know, it's about getting out there, you know, with your brand and rocking it. And that's what now, I'm doing. Let me say something about your show. Oh. You, and, you and Tim have great chemistry. Thank it's you. like the fabulous rich Jewish woman with her gay friend that she goes shopping with that picks out her clothes and tells her how to look makeup and hair. It's that kind of relationship that's wonderful. It. And it works. It works. I felt when I came on your show, I felt very warm, very um, wanted. And I, I, I loved it. I mean, of course, I was uh, impersonating Eileen Shapiro. And it was a little difficult to be normal and sensible. And that was so actually Eileen. just very hilarious. So, you know, as far as the psychic, Ron, it, that was very funny. And you knew that was going to be funny. Do you know how many hits we got on that show? I know you did. <laughs> I think 22,000 or some shit like you that. See, you say Jimmy does the PR, but it's really you. No. Well, you know what? I was my own product for uh, 64 years. So I had to, in my day, we PR'd ourselves. We were allowed. Uh, you could talk about yourself. You could talk about yeah. the movie you're in, the TV show you're in, the storyline. Today, you write, you sign contracts or you're not allowed to do shit. You right. can't talk, say, or whatever. So you hire a PR person because they're allowed to do it. Uh, I know Jimmy. Now I'm not saying this because Jimmy blows me. I mean, I'm, oops, did I say that? You no. did. Uh, I'm <laughs> not going to okay. say. We'll just gloss right over it and pretend it wasn't said, or maybe oh. we'll go over it again. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Such dirty talk does never come out of my mouth. That must have oh, been. Come on, it's always dirty, right? No, that, that was that was that was that was the gardener outside. He said it. But anyway, um, Jimmy Starr and Eileen. I got to tell you, when they first started off, I thought, oh well, you know. I don't know. I, Jim, I said to Jimmy, I don't know, you as a PR and Eileen is a PR. I really don't know because I've met a lot of PR people in my life. Well, let me tell you something. And I'm not saying this because I love Eileen's breasts or because I love my husband. They're terrific together. They are incredible because yeah. no, I swear on my children, I have never seen anyone work the hours that these two work Saturday, Sunday, three o'clock in the morning. Eileen is like in that car and she'll talk to any of her people. Everybody. And Jimmy, Jimmy, the same thing. Jimmy is exactly the same way until you said he couldn't talk to people like me on the weekend. Do you remember saying that, Ron? Oh, he's not allowed to talk to you because you're my friend. <laughs> I don't share my friends with him. <laughs> not allowed to talk to me on the weekend. I'm like, oh my no. God, it's Saturday. I need no. to ask him something. Not but allowed. no, I can't because Ron said I could. Oh, Wendy. You can both, text. Wendy, you, you can text. Wendy, you could call us anytime. You're a friend. And I will. <laughs> you're, you're a friend. You're not Thank even you. a cli his client. Thank but you. I'm serious. I'm serious. So many people, when I go out to events, say to me, Jimmy is amazing. You know, I'm with him. Yeah. He's my PR man. I've never had such coverage as when Eileen and Jimmy go to work. They're great. And, They're and they really are great. So that's the commercial for them. And it's true. I don't blow smoke up anybody's ass, as you know. If they stunk and they were crappy, I would just never mention them again. Right. I'd say, I'd say, yeah, Eileen's good for a bra commercial. Jimmy's good for maybe a mentally <laughs> ill commercial. Like, you know, he's schizophrenic, get, take a drug. 
take a drug. You could be better. Look at Jimmy Starr, how better he is from a schizophrenia drug. You know, I would do that. So hold on real quick. I want to hear. So we, have a, we, have a new, we have a new person in the chat room and it's Ooh, a friend. Please. Friend, Her name is, is Julia. She's from Russia. She's a friend of B. Claudia and we want to make her feel real welcome. So say hi to Julia. Hey, Julia. Welcome here from Russia. Ask her where in Russia she is. I don't know. She's drinking Irish whiskey, so she probably doesn't know. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> when in so, Russia, drink Irish whiskey. That's what I always say. So, you guys, Wendy just got done with her show uh, that she hosts with Tim Moss. It's yeah. every Wednesday at 2 p.m. And it's a good show. Tune in. 2 p.m. Eastern time. It's called If These Walls Could Talk. Ron and I were a guest a few weeks ago. It's a fun show. We I love it. That so many people go from your show to our show. We think it's yep. terrific. So so let's let's promote that a little bit. Tell Thank us. You. How many, how many hits did we really get? I don't know. I don't. I don't have over, her show. It's not her. Uh, no, when we were on, we got twenty-two thousand hits. I, I don't know how many hits we got. How would I know? Yeah, I saw it somewhere. Twenty-two thousand hits. Ooh. Yeah, I saw. I read it somewhere. Of 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 so, your uh, show. It, it must have been all the talking that Jimmy did that day. Well, he never <laughs> shuts up. You know, I put earplugs in at night when I watch television because he doesn't stop talking while the TV is. He's going. one of those people. That I bet he talks during movies too, right? I have to because I have to explain he things he, to he him. Talks all the- <laughs> ding 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 ding! Jimmy, you are back. Well, you know, you know why? You know why he explains things to me because they write such shitty scripts. Oh, I, I don't know where the fuck they're going with why? the movie. Where are they going? And with guess them? what? I'm in the movie, and I don't, still don't know what it's about. <laughs> that is actually funny. So hold it's on. True. I want to go wait, back. It's though. true. I got to say, yes. cl- I'm in Clown Motel. I play General Milan. I, I head up the army to kill the clowns. And I still don't know the plot. But really. Do you just need to know your part in it. No, but that's why these movies don't look good because nobody's in unison. Everybody's doing their line yeah. reading and it's chunky. You know, I, I years ago we had a beginning, a middle, and an end to a film. Storytelling, Ron. There story is there is none today. Right. Now I'm, in, I'm, I'm coming up in a new movie, which I want to push big time. Awesome. Ming is doing it, and I love her to pieces. She wrote it, and it's called The Red River. And the script is really, for the for once in my lifetime, a good script. You're excited about it. Is, is, does it take place? Red River, which does it take I'm place? Not, I'm not going to say a word about You're it. You're not I'm allowed to say anything. Not allowed, except that I play a doctor. Soon, as soon as I get the funding and it's cast, then we're gonna we're not going to wait to do publicity like everybody else. We're going to be doing we're publicity. Push it. Yeah, absolutely. So, it's, we have to wait until really we get everything a, going. It's really a thriller. That I love a, that. No, it's really a quality thriller. And and Ming was kind because I said to Ming, you know, don't put me in your movie with a two line. I'm not a two line cameo actor. No, either, either no, I you could you could never get it out, Ron, in two lines. No, no, either either I have a part or I'm not in it. Right. So she said, Ron, write what you want. And you can't. So now I wrote. I wrote about thirty-seven pages of my speech. <laughs> right, <no. laughs> the movie is and no you longer. You wouldn't let the, them cut any of it. No, no. The movie is no longer called The Red River. It's called The Red-Headed Ron Russell. <laughs> God. So hang on, you guys. I want to. I want. How's be- your husband? <laughs> He's here. He put hey, just Alan. the lighting for my show. Alan's hey. waving to you. We love Alan. Hi, Alan. Now listen yeah, to me. Do you, wait, 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 wait. Do, you yes. ever, do you ever put on like the pearl of panties and a little lace bra and dance in front of him? No. Why? That would be something you might do. I would never do that. <laughs> well, that's how you keep a husband. <laughs> I Actually, didn't know if this, Jimmy. Is that how you keep a husband? <laughs> no. Jimmy puts on pink panties, a pink I like, Yeah, bra. I like pink. 
and, and I throw a blonde wig on him, and I think he's Marilyn Monroe. Oh my God. Was that the oh same God. blonde wig you had on that day when you came on my show? Yeah, we have a whole bunch of wigs. I think yeah. <laughs> No, hang on. First of all, we'll talk about yeah. Alan in a minute. So yeah. first of all, I want to brag a little bit for Wendy. Because- about, brag about Wendy. She's the yeah, best. Yeah, let's do some PR, Jimmy. So first of all, you guys, Wendy does so much more than anybody even knows because she hardly ever talks about all the things that she does. So you guys, first of all, Wendy is a fit model. She's been a fit model for a very long time. And, and if you can't and fit she never her, looks a day j- and if you don't fit in her, you're too big. If you that's right. If you and, and she's fabulous. So she's a fit model, you guys. Uh, if you, you know, tell tell everybody what that is actually. Thank you, like- Jimmy. So fit model means I I had a fit modeling job today. I worked with a client to make sure their clothing fits regular people. I am an American size eight, perfect proportions for size eight. And I work with designers to make sure when their clothing is hanging on the rack and someone tries it on, it fits them. That's so, so, that. so Wendy, so Wendy, you were yeah. eight before you were eight before you were nine, right? I've never been a size nine. I've always been a perfect. No, that's a joke. I mean, that's <laughs> I know, it wasn't a good one. I'm not. I'm no, not, that, that, I'm wait, wait, Wendy, Wendy, that's Mae West. Mae West. I said, know uh, it was, but it was. She said, Mae West said, oh, oh, I was eight before I was nine. So hang on. Hang on, because we're finishing. Or we're not We're not finished yet. So you guys, okay. Smart. She's a perfect fit model, you guys. A perfect size eight. She wears like all the great clothes. It's fabulous. Did they ever let you keep any of them? No. Everybody always asks me that. No, I never get to keep them. And who wants to when you're trying this stuff on? You know, but I love it's very creative. I get to work with major designers and it makes me feel good when I work with a major brand. Somebody wears it like one of the women you know, and they say to me, God, this fits so well. That makes me feel like I do. You know, that is just such a little schism. No, this is a, this is this is all like, lie, all lies, all lies. Yeah. I will tell you what a fit model is. They <laughs> wait for you to take a fit, and then they photograph you. When you're in the middle of one of your hallucinogenic fits, <laughs> oh, they shoot you, and that's how they sell it. Like you could be mentally ill and wear this lovely garment. Look at Wendy Stewart; she's insane, and she's wearing a, a beautiful gown with a push-up built-in push-up bra with fake boobs in it. Everything goes back to boobs. Have you noticed? We're talking about <laughs> boobs. It doesn't matter if they're real or fake or Eileen's boobs or someone else's boobs. I love I always boobs. go back to boobs. Hold on. Wait a minute. I've never, you know, seen, I've never seen someone wait. so obsessed with boobs before. Wait, you know why? Let me tell you why. Yeah, when tell I, me why. When I started impersonating Jane Russell back in 1960, okay? Wow. I, I had this corset design that gave me enormous fleshy oh, boobs, yeah, which no one else had. No other impersonator had boobs. So I was always, like Jane was, famous for my cleavage and my boobs. And it was what they would advertise. Ron Russell as Jane Russell falling out of his bra and shit like that. You know, so it became a thing with me, boobs, boobs, boobs. And I realized back in the 60s that cleavage made the world go round, but nobody had tits in those days. So now with the bags, everybody's got tits. Yeah. So cleavage is out there. And yes, cleavage does make the world go round. I think boobs are probably the prettiest thing on a woman. Really? That's so, But it's so interesting to me, Ron, because you constantly, you go back to like boobs. Were you breastfed as a child? Yes, I was. And my mother said, For I how many it. years? Well, I had, I had, te- I had teeth. <laughs> I had teeth and right, I, cut, you had, I, I, I had teeth. You had a mustache and a beard. Wait, listen, <laughs> I had, wait, I had teeth and I cut my mother's nipples and they bled 
So I wasn't able to breastfeed anymore. Oh my God. So I, Hang on. So right. I saw it. No more breasts for a few so minutes. So I saw it. Jimmy, you live with this. <laughs> I'm used to it. It's hard. Um, so no more breasts yeah. for a minute. Let me do well, We could stuff. go to penises. That's another no, 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 no. Yeah. I want I want to get right, because I want people to wait, know. I want to say something about Wendy. Okay, go for okay. it. Be on behalf of the gay community. Ah, I thank you so much thank for you. all the work you do thank to you. make to make people understand, respect, and un, and know what gay people are and who they are. You bring out all the good in the gay, and yep. when you work your ass off at Gay Pride in places like that, my heart sings, because anybody that could care for us that much who is not gay is a sensational human being. Ah. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. No bullshit. And I know that that's totally sincere. And I say thank you. Thank you so much. And, and Eileen Shapiro also. Another Eileen, Eileen goes to the gay prides and she lets all the gay guys feel her up. I mean, I, I'm so happy she does that. So I mean, hang on. All right. Let me know, let me she talk. Can, she contributes. My turn. Let me talk. Because I want to. So I was going to bring that up, too. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. But OK, so you guys, besides being a fit model and besides yeah. hosting all these wonderful TV shows, so that everybody like watches. Is, I'm, so here's the deal. My big thing is I'm hosting all these wonderful things. And since uh, New York opened up, clients are hiring me to host online things for them. Corporate industrials, anything that they're doing that's online. I am everybody's host. And I am putting that out there because right now. I am looking for an amazing agent to represent me as a host. I love that. that I'm doing all of this. I'm getting all this work. Somebody should, I need somebody that it's as good as you and Eileen Shapiro, the way you are in PR. I'm looking for an agent to do that for me. He needs that too. Well, I can do that. I could be your agent. I mean, oh, I've got, no. I would only agent you if you did nudes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I knew it was going to go there. I knew you that know? was coming. So hold on. I could get you a lot of porno work. Trust me, a lot of porno work. <laughs> okay, I want to go back, though, because I want to yes, have a serious thing. Back, I want to go serious a little bit. So you guys, because she does a lot of things. She's an author, you guys. She's a documentary filmmaker. She's done two amazing documentaries. I um, even got my book. She's oh, there we go. She's there the last is. model standing is her book well, no hold it up again and hold it close because you just you, you reflect there you go she's there the last you go. model standing wendy stewart Kaplan. she's the last model standing because she's been on her back for years working <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then um uh, so she guys she's a documentary filmmaker she has right now she's hosting three weekly shows she's got yep. pan, pandemic Thank cooking you. with wendy if these which walls, is a fun show with yeah. these walls could talk with Tim Moss and great, Triversity. Great show. Triversity talk with Stephen Bloomer Teague on Thursday nights, which is I an LGBT, I haven't seen that an LGBTQ talk show, and it's fantastic. I haven't. She's seen an it. actress. She's even. She was even. According to your bio on IMDb, um, you even hosted a QVC, and you like. Were I had a, done a, had, uh, Yes, I was at one time. I did QVC as well. And you ho- and you were in a Doritos Super Bowl commercial. How I cool was, and I've been in many other commercials. Yes, I do it all. Ron, go with it. I do it all. That's no, your I'm, I, I'm not, not going to be smart ass. Don't you know, disappoint the, me. No, I do the, it all. The Dorito commercial was good. It was you laying naked with your legs open saying, eat me, eat me. I'm a Dorito freak. <laughs> <clears throat> You need to drink something. Your voice is yeah, going. Boy, well, because when I talk about this. Ron, your I, voice I, is changing right now while we're on my, here. Ron's going through puberty on this show. Oh, my God. I can't take no. it. We, we you, know what, you know why my voice does that? Because I have to be careful I don't speak like a woman. For so many years on stage, I sang and spoke as a woman. I love that. And my voice can 
very easily become a woman's voice and I can speak like a woman in a second and I can be very sexy sexier than you Wendy because my breasts are far bigger and all the men just love me they want to caress me and hold me and have sex with me and I say no 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 I want to be like Wendy Stewart a virgin again and again and again <laughs> so you see I can go from voice to voice and you I sing sure and I sing like a woman also can you I do sing. that sure I can okay oh, let's, let's go I'm looking for trouble and I don't care what the people say. It doesn't matter what the people say, what the people say, what the people say. I'm going to find me a lover, one in his prime, one who could show Jane a real good time. I used to do that over and over again. I love those lyrics, Ron. Well, that's from the, from the French line. And it's, it's a song that Jane sang. And I discussed it with Jane. And I said to Jane, I, I love French Line. And she said, oh, please, Ron, don't even bring that movie up. Oh, and I said, why? She said, Howard Hughes was, was an impossible. I said, why? She said, he wanted me to wear a G-string bikini like the girls did in France. And in those days, that was naughty. She said, I wanted like a one-piece bathing suit yeah. to do that dance number in. So I went off to the beach. I went to Santa Monica with my kids. And I said, Howard, screw you. Until you come up with a decent costume, I'm not doing the movie. So he then gave her the bathing suit with the cutouts and the famous dance number when Jane does a striptease, which is wonderful. And I did that in my show. I duplicated everything. And it was one of the highlights of my show. The, you know, my audiences were all straight. I never did gay audiences. Uh, I did all the straight supper clubs. And the straights would go crazy. And the women would get mad at sometimes because the husbands got turned on. Oh, no, seriously, they really did. I believe it. They, but from this six foot man that became a five foot eight woman, you know. So how did amazing. you become five foot eight? Did you slouch? No, every all my props were super big. If I it was a chair, <laughs> it was an oversized chair. If I, if I, no, seriously, if I held a champagne glass, it was an oversized champagne glass. And when I had backup dances, when I did the uh, Copacabana nightclub in New York, which I was the first drag ever to do, first impersonator ever to do the Copa. I uh, love. I had backup boys and they were up on platforms and I would dance in the middle of the platform. So the boys all look way taller than I was. Wow. And that was, I did the Barry Manilow. She was a star. Her name was Jane. Her name was Lola. Her name, no, her name we, we changed. No, we, no, here's, here's the, the, the lyric. Her name was Jane. She was a star famous for her cross, her heart bra. That was the lyric. Well, actually, we should let everybody know too, though, because because Wendy basically does anything and I, everything, and and we we mentioned it before, um, you know that she's a a phenomenal gay activist. Um, she's also performs at all kinds of things. She does parodies. She sings. Yep. She dances. She I hosts. have a whole bunch of shows actually coming up. I don't know how this even happened, but yes, I do. I'm with the Imperial Court, performing with them the end of September. I write my own parodies. I lip sync. I'm doing a show with Tim Moss at XOXO September 8th. I will never forget the first time I met Tim Moss. I was peeing in my pants. He was on a platform in red high heels. I believe it. He's so doing no doing that song that I don't remember what it was, but I was screaming from him. I I, I loved it. What he halfway did. through it. What what happened halfway? Like through? halfway through it, he he pulled off the thing and he was like in a skirt or something. Right. I mean, it was hilarious. Well, and then oh, he yells in a skirt. I I love it. No, no, he, that's the first time I met him, and I told him I said I think this act is fabulous. Actually, fun. It's funny that 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 we know you and all the people that you hang out with. We all knew we knew all of them, but when we lived in Pennsylvania, we never knew you. 
Well, because I didn't know any of them. I didn't know you. I didn't know any of them. I gave a huge event before the pandemic. It was called the Extravaganza for my birthday. And I did it with Nick Lyon. We produced it. It was a big, big party. And we did two shows at that party. And that is how I ended up meeting everybody. Oh, but so you didn't know them. You didn't I know them then when we lived there. I met him at his opening for um, his wonderful film, Junk. Nick Lyon had been friends with me on Facebook and finally decided to take the leap and meet me in person and said, hey, do you want to go to this opening? It's a really great friend of mine. It's going to be a fun film. So I went with Nick. I met a bunch of people that night. I met Tim that night. And then I gave this big party. And I said to Nick, I want to do two shows. And we just, he called up everybody that he knew, which are all the same people that you know, which is (laughs) ironic. And the rest is history. The irony of it all is those are all the people that I performed with online during the pandemic. Icavelli, yes. Tim Moss, Chauncey Dandridge, who I don't think you know who's our producer on our Wednesday show, but one, Evan Lawrence, one after the next after the next. Um, six degrees of separation are now one degree of separation. The other thing, also, when you're a New Yorker, like, hey, New York is a tiny little town. People think it's so big. No, New York is very small. Right. Very small. Right. I mean, when, I, when I lived there, I knew everybody. Everybody knew me. I'm sure everybody knew you, Ron. Well, yeah. I mean, I was on the I was on Third Avenue working every night. I used to go to every car and negotiate money. So they all knew me. So when, wait, wait. Another funny thing, though, uh, that that we have a a six degree of separation. Where is it that you go on the weekends a lot? I forgot the I, name of the town. No, okay. So I go to Milford, Pennsylvania, where you guys almost moved. We almost bought we a house almost in Milford. Bought a house house. In Mil- I love, I love Milford. Wow. And, and awesome. I have news for you. I, yeah. I might, I could still almost want to maybe buy a house in Milford I to get, to get out of the debt. Well, I can't take Death Valley here. Well, the, where you guys are, honestly, with climate change, is going to get worse and worse in the in the hot. I know that. I know that. Ridiculously hot. So, yeah, you should consider that. You know, I'd love well, to- I, I And Milford, we have a lot of rock and roll friends up there. Famous, as you know, famous rock and roll stars live there. Big There's names. a lot of famous I mean, rock and roll I, I won't give their names because I don't want people running up there to find them. There's also a lot of movie but people, these, these, a lot of film yeah. people. No, but the rock and roll guys that we know are major, incredibly famous uh, rock group. There's also... Uh, there's also um, because they have that the, the, the Black Bear Film Festival or, or something right. like yeah, that. Every October. Yeah, that, I've had my films uh, that I've made with Alan Kaplan in that festival, been a part of that festival. I do uh, the uh, interviews for that festival. Again, you know, we're all coming out of this pandemic, so everything was, like, scaled back. Right, right. Now, I want to go to Milford. I would love to come. You're invited. In. I'm there. You can come stay with me because yeah. I am no, to I would love to stay with you. You could you could come and stay with us. I'm coming with the dogs. You know I love dogs. No, no, you can't come with your dogs. No, I'm not bringing my dog. I'm going to sleep in the bed with your dogs. No, you're not. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, Shazam you. will have you for Shazam will have you for dinner. You got that big dog. Sh- it's yeah. Shazam is the Sh- Shazam, yeah. and and he's not friendly. He he's doesn't not? like. He, no, he does not like anyone that he doesn't know in the house. He wow. will go. He will go for you. He's a very it's vicious, terrible. It's terrible. We didn't know that when we adopted him. Well, but God bless you. You did a good thing, and as long as you don't let him bite any of no, your. No, no. When we have guests, we put him in the bedroom. Shazam. He's never. When Eileen stayed here, because yeah. we don't really have a guest. Ask room, Eileen. Anyway. But ask... when Eileen stayed here, we, we had to put a muzzle on him, so because we yeah. couldn't I... keep him in lockdown. And Eileen was. Te- 
terrified of him. She just Wait, like, he had a muscle on the whole time. She well, he didn't not the whole time. time. No, not, not the whole well, time. Well, Eileen walked in my living room with her ass and hands against the wall, her back to the wall. That's how she slid across the walls to avoid the dog. <laughs> and you know what right? happened? Oh, well, no, no. What happened was Eileen didn't realize that her breasts were so big that the dog could have bit her breasts because they were right in his face, even though she was ten feet away. You know. <laughs> anyway, I think Milford is like awesome. So, so the one yes. thing, yes. the one, the one thing I didn't see. First of all, let's let, let's go back yeah. to your shows real quick. Tell everybody how do they see these shows? So Wait, I want to I want to ask you a question before yeah. I forget. Did you know the rock group I'm talking about that lives in Milford? Because I forgot the There's name. a couple of them. Did you forget the name, Ron? Is that why we're not naming them? <laughs> I swear to God, I forgot their name and I know and there's them. There's a couple of them. And, you know, I don't and want one, to one of them is my favorite group. And I forgot. Jimmy, what was the name? Remember I told you, oh, I like that group. I don't know. who. Where are they from Milford. originally? You know who he is. The, the big. He has a nice uh, wooden chalet up there. You're think. I think you're thinking about um, Milford. No, I think you're not thinking about Milford. I think you're thinking about the Milford. other place in New York that we looked at Woodford. to buy a house. Woodstock. Woodstock. It was Woodstock, oh, Ron. Maybe, maybe it was Woodstock. Isn't it wonderful, Ron? We can read your thoughts. We know you. Man. I love Woodstock, and we do know yeah. a lot of musicians who live in Woodstock. Yeah, a lot, a lot, and a lot of, of movie people are in Woodstock too. Big, big stars. We went to the movies. We went there and got to interview people for their festival, and they had like huge A list. We met Stephen Lang. I love you know, Stephen Lang. Of the biggest stars ever. It was awesome. Big A list in, in Woodstock. Stephen Lang, you know, when I was interviewing, I said, Stephen, it's so nice that you're so warm and loving to me. And, you know, I'm gay. You're not homophobic. I said, so let's dance. And he got up and we started slow dancing together. Oh, Stephen, right. it's on video. You could see it in my in my interview with Steve Lang in, on YouTube. Steve is really a terrific, sensational guy. You know, his wife is a costumer, so she knows every queen in the yeah. world. So that's why he's very gay, exposed to gay people. So we just uh, need two reasons now for you guys to come east in the summertime when it's 135 degrees out where you are. Yes. Well, today it's cold. What, what is it, 110? No, it's 18. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to put my fur coat on and go out. So, Ron, Jimmy, Jimmy wants me to speak now and tell people where they can find I want, I want everybody to know. Okay. Where do they go find your shows? Okay, so I'm- On when, any bathroom wall. Jesus in the, in the men's room or women's room of any bathroom. Uh, every Wednesday at 2 o'clock, I live stream with, <clears throat> with Tim Moss from Pangea. And um, that is on Wendy Stewart TV, along with Pandemic Cooking with Wendy, which you can catch 115 episodes. And on Thursdays, um, my <clears throat> live show is called, what is my Thursday show? <laughs> Triversity, Triversity Talk. Talk. And you're not even 81 in your shot. I know. Triversity Talk is on Thursdays at 7 o'clock. But again, everything is on my fabulous YouTube channel. And Wendy I have TV. a shout out for that Wendy Stewart TV channel because the person who was responsible for it is sitting right here. That is Jimmy Starr. Thank you so much for that. My pleasure. I, think, I like love it. I like love it. And Wendy's husband, Alan, happens to be one of the best photographers Thank around. You. He and is. Tell, tell us who he has shot. Oh, my God. Um, 
Alan, who have you shot? You're, who's the big rock person? Eileen loves Billy Idol, um, Whitney Houston. I could, you know, just so many celebrities. More companies like Budweiser. Yeah, and he's worked for Budweiser, American Express, Orange Communications, Nokia. Nokia. Alan does these what they call lifestyle campaigns. Like, you know what a lifestyle campaign is? Yes. You yeah, that, know that. That, that, that I know. Okay, I right, do, I, but I bet our readers don't. So tell, I mean, our listeners. Right. So don't, wait, so you but tell I want Ron to tell me if, like, we were taking shots of you, Ron. What would what would qualify it to be a lifestyle campaign? What would you be doing? Make me in a bubble bath with lots of suds and an erection coming through the bubbles with a flag on the end. Right. And, and then you would write and say, Ron Russell is a proud American. There he's, fly, he's flying his flag. Oh, they want to see Alan. Alan, can you run over there or no? Come on over here. So there. <laughs> You see, but now you understand what lifestyle is because Ron took the time to explain that visual to you. Here so he guys, is. This is Alan. So, hey, Alan, Alan, you guys, we Hello. never, Alan hardly ever talks to you guys, and we never got to talk to him. So, I really didn't know anything about him. And then for Ron's birthday, Alan came and we sat and talked for yes. hours. Alan and, and Wendy came all not, the way out in the shitty, freezing cold weather. It was weather. terrible weather, and it was worth it. Rain and horrible cold. And they got on the railroad, and for like, Five or six weeks. They Railroad and an Uber. We were on the railroad. It felt like for months. Then we had an right. Uber. It, we, and it so they traveled. They working. traveled. Took them five weeks. So hang on. Let me talk. Five weeks to get from Manhattan. So you to guys, listen up. So Alan, uh, you know, I had had several conversations where he was in the background like he was here just a minute ago. Right. And, but you never really knew anything about him. And then for Ron's birthday, he came and they were there for hours and we talked to him. He's one of the most accomplished non-braggadocious people you will ever meet. Thank he doesn't you. toot his own horn. Never. He took pictures of us. He took pictures of us that made like any picture anybody's ever taken look like shit. I have never Seriously. seen a picture. I the didn't pi see any pictures. Yes, you did. <laughs> I did. You saw them that night. You were like, oh my God, Like these are so good. Ron, oh, you well, saw now, them. Now, now, they now. were on Facebook. You liked them. What, what, what do I know? Alan, Alan. And he's done stuff for GQ. Hang on, hang on. Alan. Photographing me has accomplished you. You're complete now. <laughs> you absolutely photographed the most amazing man in the world, which is Ron I love, Stone. I love the personality and I love the face. There we go. So listen, guys, uh, Alan, you're going to be at the event, the jo Soho Johnny event? Yes. Good. I'll see Good. both of you. Yes. We will be there or be square. So yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. You know, we're all staying at the same hotel. And even Sue Wong is coming in. I'm trying to call Oh, her. my God, how fabulous. Well, I'm oh, trying I to, love her clothes. Gorgeous. I'm, tr I'm trying to con her into staying at our hotel, but I don't think so. Uh, our, ho our hotel is only 135 bucks a night. Of course so it is. Where are you going? The Holiday Inn? No, some sewer in, the, in Manhattan <laughs> where they put a bed in. I'm going to leave the homeless down in the subways. Oh, but that for 135 that's what you get in New York, a bed in the homeless subways. But um, anyway... We're all Scott. Everybody is staying at that hotel. We we are going to destroy that hotel. It's going to be amazing. No, We're going to, to have a, a bl fun. and then at night the after party is on the penthouse rooftop. Eileen's in there saying it's a super nice hotel. You have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> well, <laughs> tell I tell I listen. Eileen, wait, 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 Eileen. No offense, Eileen, but write your own fucking material. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write mine. No, somebody said it. 
She says it's two hundred dollars a night with the group discount. Oh, somebody said it was one hundred thirty-five bucks for a room. Either way, it's going to be a blast. Who cares? It's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it. All of it, really. Br I bring my own sheets and my own pillow, which I do. I really do. They want to know if Alan's ever photographed anybody in the horror world, because like a lot of our people. Like oh, horror right. Movies. Like Angela's into the. By the way, Angela, being that you're too, I love the horror world. I, I am a big. I, I love ghost stories. I love horror films. All of that is right up, right up my alley. Have Wait, you, do you have a do you have a horror film that you like? Like, yeah, my favorite one, one of the scariest. There's two. There's um, the Last House on the Left. I know, great movie. know that one. Do you remember that? Yeah, great movie. Horror classic. And then uh, the one with Nicole Kidman, where they were all in that mansion. Yes, yes. What, what was it called? The un, not the undead. What was it called? It was yeah, very scary. Something. What was it? I don't, I don't something actually. like that. That was a good one. So you never liked any of my movies that I'm in or the horror movies? I'm I didn't so even many. know you made horror films. So you told me you were in this clown film. I have three films out right now. Where have you been? And I'm <laughs> and I'm shooting. <laughs> I have, well, you I, know, Ron, if I don't get invited to the premiere in the red carpet, then, you know, it just goes whoop, right well, past. They're, they're, they're all in California, the red carpets. Ah. Everybody in the chat room is talking about how uh, how how Alan looks at you with like so much like love, and they think it's beautiful. Uh, well, That's so cute. You know, he, he hey, wants. Hang on, to... let him talk. You can't hear him talk because you're talking. Don't talk, don't direct me, motherfucker. Don't direct me. <laughs> oh my God, Popeye is out of control today. <laughs> I'm Popeye. I knew it when man. he came in with that Popeye shirt on. I knew we were done for. There he goes. There we go. Now everybody actually Whoa. saw it. You I like, like the Popeye shirt, Ron. I like sleeping in graphic T-shirts like that. You go to go to uh, um, what is it called? Burlington, nine ninety eight, ten bucks. Are you kidding and, me? Wow! No, and I sleep in it. That's why yeah, my I sleep in like shirts it. like that. They're fun. And they cover everything, so you can walk around naked, just peekaboo a little bit of pube show, and it's sexy. <laughs> you feel sexy <laughs> so, in what? it. What about movies, though? Like, you've done commercials. You do everything, but, like, what about movies? Do you want to be – would you want to go into some movies, too? I mean, if you're in commercials, it's just like acting. Jimmy, obviously, you're representing me. You never read my resume or anything. I've I don't see any movies. movies. Oh, I didn't see them. They're not on your IMDb. You They're all get on my website, and there's a ton of them. Uh, we need to, like, add that to your IMDb. You absolutely man. do. I got my start with Troma Productions. Oh, Lloyd Kaufman. He's been on our show. Yeah, Lloyd Kaufman is the best. I got my start in Troma Productions. And I ended up that film they did, Waitress. Yep. I did the press tour for them. They billed me as the star of the movie. And I'm like, Lloyd, I'm not the star. He said, don't worry. We're going to open up the film, but we'll have you out of town two days before it opens. <laughs> but nobody would be able to know that. And I remember going from, it was like a mall junket tour, going from mall to mall. And I had my eight by tens and little kids would sign up, you know, like te little teenagers and I'd be writing, dear Susie, good luck to you. Love, Wendy. I felt like such an impersonator. It was terrible. He had me billed as the star of the movie. But I, I had a part. Well, you are a star. So he was I right. am a star. But it's kind of like you, Ron. You know, we have a part in something, but we weren't the lead, right? I always well, felt to promote a film, it should be the lead. But you know what? I'm good at promotion. You guys know that. I can promote anything. Yeah, no, I promote everything I'm in because Same. I know how hard they work. They to, do. To get the funding and to get the production going. Yeah, it's not an easy job. Yeah. So, and, Ron, you and Jimmy are going to put me in your film then, right? Now that you know that I perform in film? Well, well actually, 
if you you have to you if we shoot in Atlanta, you have to be in Atlanta. We have to oh, hire God. only people in Atlanta so we get the discount. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the million dollar feedback. It's it, called oh, local hires, and I can arrange to do that. I can local hire anywhere when I do. Then I can because I need a mouthy Jew broad who doesn't shut up that comes in and bets on a horse. Do you think there you know you anybody go. like that? Did you know oh my God! Like it's Secretariat. I know he's going to win. Right, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. No, seri- no seriously, because it is about Lainey Kazan plays a Jewish bookie and I'm her husband in the mafia. And we go out to get rid of all the Nazis. This takes place in 1943. It's a wonderful film. Love it. It, makes, it makes us Jews feel good because right. it's, it's a feel good Jew movie. And Lainey Kazan is amazing. Well, Lainey becomes a superhero in this film. And the reason I wrote it that way is because I used all of our relatives, all our Jewish terms. You're going to love everything in it. It's so like going back to Brooklyn, 1943, when everybody was a Hamish. It's a Hamish film. Hamish. It's a Hamish film. Oh, by the way, folks out there, Hamish in Yiddish means a family. So, you know, warm. They say Alan's smile is adorable. So it's a good, it's a good, it's a, it's a good, it's a good, wait, 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 I have to promo this. Let, wait, let me, let me promo this point because it's a serious point. My father, who was Jewish, always felt that the Jews did not fight hard enough in Germany to stop Hitler from doing what he was doing. And my father was frustrated with that. And even in the United States, you know, President Roosevelt didn't want the Jews here, so he wouldn't let them in from being executed in Europe. And the Jews in America were not gathering together. It was almost as though the Jewish people were ashamed or hiding. So I remembered this and I said, you know, I'm going to write a character who's a hero. And I made Lainey Kazan, this Jewish woman who's a bookie, become one of the greatest heroes of the second world war and i and i love the movie laney said it's adorable everybody that's read it fell in love especially if you're a jew you're gonna love it or an italian because it makes the mafia nice too so (laughs) no it's a wonderful movie not because i wrote it because i wrote it with my heart and i wrote it with passion and i wrote it with the uh, understanding of what jewish people went through during the second world war the horror the fear the worry of european relatives it was a dreadful time i was there you know i was alive when the second world war was so you and remember I, I remember we didn't have food we uh, airplanes would come overhead and my mother would say don't worry they're ours it was a dreadful wow. time to be in the United States, anywhere in the world, with that fucking maniac Hitler. Yep, absolutely. Anyway, well, it's a good, like film. it's a good film. I can't wait to shoot it. Cool. Uh, it, it's it's a great. It's going to do a lot for us Jews. It really will. It's a good story. You know why? Because it's something that, as I said, I I wrote with my father's heart. Because my father was sad all his life about that. Because of because of this, right? Because of the not fighting, because my father, you know, the the Nazis came to Genoa, where the the, mo- the biggest Jewish population in Italy is in Genoa, not Venice. It's Genoa, where the banking system and the stock market started. Of course, Jews did that. Yeah, right. Everything, anything with money, they blame the Jews on. So why not? We did the stock market and the banking system. But um, the Nazis came to my grandmother's house to get my uncles. To recruit them as to being Nazis. So my grandmother ran up to the country house. They dug an enormous hole 
and they threw my net, my uncles in the hole and covered it so the Nazis couldn't find them. Could That's, you imagine living like that? What kind that of a world? That is an incredible story. Incredible. It's true. It's true. It's true. So now we have to make sure that the communists don't take over the United States. We don't want to live under a, a world like that. Wow. So hold on, I want to go back to to, to yes. Winnie then. <laughs> the yes, back to, back to funny. Back no, no, back not, to not, not the funny. I know because we have a ton of directors and actors yeah. and and producers who like yeah. listen to the show, watch the show, and everything. But wait a minute, seriously, and, Wendy, I do have a part for you. So look at Wendy though, you guys. Everybody Thank look you. at her. She's got a great personality. She's got a great spunk. She's beautiful. Oh, She's yeah. gorgeous. I'm sure we can make her homely if you need someone to be homely. But if you need a milf, you've got it too. No, and, she's uh, got to look 1943. And uh, no, the makeup and the hair will. No, I'm be not up. talking about for your film. I'm talking about in general. If anybody's looking for, to cast you're, somebody, you're, you're my producer. Thank and you, my I know, but I'm trying to get her in other films. You already gave her a role in yours. We need I to find that, her out. And you're, you're my producer and PR man. You're supposed to promote my fucking film. And not oh, here. We're doing too. that. Yes, Ron. This we're is my Ron. Ron. This is my moment to shine. No, your moment to shine is always because you oh. always will shine. You will never have a dim, dim light Thank ever. You, Ron. So you guys, she's super fat. Everybody in the chat room like loves you anyway. anyway you're gonna be on for a while. We're, we're, yeah, we're not. We're not going off. No, we have another client. We have another guest coming on in a few minutes. But she'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's a heat. So anyway, you guys. So. So you guys, Wendy, first of all, she needs help on her social media following you guys. It's a little weak. So it would be great if you guys could follow her on Twitter. Her Twitter is last model standing, but it's not standing spelt out. So it's last model, S-T-A-N-D-G, because they only let you have 14 characters. Her Instagram Instagram is model with the mission, with a mission. No, it's not. That's not my Instagram. Jesus Christ, you're supposed to be my PR person. Fire the son of a bitch. What's your Instagram? I have... uh, Close to 5,000 followers on that. That's why I want people to follow that one. That's called She's the Last Model Standing. She's the last model standing because she made her money laying on her back. Okay. <laughs> that's the title. The that's my, title. Yeah, that's my Instagram. I never use the model with a mission one, Jimmy. It's, uh, I'm going to unfollow that one. <laughs> you've, been, you've been promoting the wrong one. That's good to know. Okay. No wonder we have to beg for followers. Oh, my God. I really didn't know that. Okay, all right. How humiliating! How embarrassing! Oh, <laughs> how wonderful! How wonderful! Jeez, See, even guys, even so even egomaniac Jimmy Star makes a mistake. She's the last model standing, you guys. That's the one you need to be following on Instagram. And, uh, on Instagram, yes, you guys. And she does. She has a good following, and she posts oh, a lot of fun a stuff. El Chipo, Wendy El Chipo. Where's my signed copy? What? What? My book? No, your box. Of course, your book. (laughs) I didn't give you a signed copy of it yet. I was supposed to send. No. Yes, and I could have held it up and shown it. Okay. Well, you know what? Let's kill two birds with one stone. You're going to be here September 14th. Not only am I going to bring you a book, I'm going to sign it then and there, and Alan's going to photograph it. And I could read it on the oh, way. Yeah, I can wait, and I'll read it on the way back on the plane because I love go. to read. It's the only time I can really read scripts same. or books is on a plane. Yeah, same here. Because there's nobody busting my chops. With I agree. Like it's this. a wonderful time to do the stuff. Only like time. Only. I mean, I could read a whole full autobiography of somebody's on a flight. It's a five and a half hour flight. So oh, we'll be so, done in a couple of hours with that. Absolutely. Right. Pleasure. <laughs> yes. So hang on, you guys. Wait, wait, because because uh, uh, Rebel's telling me since I confused everybody, we have to like go over it again. So you guys, the Instagram is she's the last model standing. 
not whatever I said, which I'm not going to repeat again. Jimmy's Follow her on Instagram and on her Twitter is last model standing and standing is spelled S T A N D N G. The Twitter is also, she's the last model standing. Yes. And well, I have but to, not the I ad is though. She's the last. Right. Model I, standing. I have to apologize for Jimmy's mistake. Living with me for 10 years. There's a lot of brain damage due to me. I gave him a lot of brain damage. Trust me. He's surviving well with you, Ron. He's we'll thriving be, as a matter we'll of fact. Married, we'll be married okay, so. 10 years. Hello, Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell listeners. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, said she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. Their food! What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for our dogs Shazam, Astro, and Brandy. We are noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat, just looking and acting younger. They love it. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron. We, we, we have a couple of minutes left. Let's do some like hypotheticals. Wendy, don't go things. away. We have, let's do some hypotheticals. So now, you, now you're an interviewer. You're interviewing all these like fabulous and you're people damn good in the it. world in the world of entertainment and in the gay world. So a bucket list. If you could interview any person on the planet, who's somebody that you're like? Oh my god, I would like. And, and maybe you can um, pick a male and a female for us. Of who oh, that's, somebody you that's want to absolutely like really tough because so many of the ones I would want to interview are dead. Okay, you uh, can, they can be dead. We'll make them come uh, back no, to life course, for one day. The answer to female would be Joan Rivers. That would be totally amazing. Why would I love to interview her? She is so quick. I like when see that's what I like about Ron. Snappy, really snappy, and and really quick. It you know, came like, from well, I'm from the Joan Rivers stand up. I like no, days. I know it's like we I, all we all were like that. Everybody in our times block was right. that way. So Joan Rivers and quite a few others, uh, Shecky. Yeah, Green, they're, they're just quick. I mean, like I know, it's always yeah. going to be a comedians. I love Billy Crystal. I think oh, yeah. uh, love to a, do again, a, again, again. Every great uh, comedian was Jewish and from Brooklyn. There you go. Look at it. Everybody except Joe. I missed my suitcase. There you go. He's from Brooklyn. Alan's from Bensonhurst. Okay, I was oh. from I was from Red Hook. God, that's a little Damn further. <laughs> yeah, well, the was, family is in Red Hook. I was born in the Red Hook projects. It was you know well, during the war nobody had money. My parents right. were on on welfare, so we lived in the projects. Your story is amazing, Ron. We need oh. to get your story on film. Nah, history. Now, it was nice living in Brooklyn back in those. There was only Jews and Italians in my neighborhood. Right. That's all. That's it. Was nobody else? Yeah, your your neighborhood too Absolutely. was mostly Italian. The kids on the street in Ellen's neighborhood, the kids even like twenty years ago didn't even speak English. All you heard was Italian. 
I mean, I would go in some of my friends' houses and I'd say, so what's doing? What do you got to eat? And the grandmother would come out the old Yiddish brought yeah. the baba and she'd say, here, darling, look what I've got for you. Nice. Mandel bread. Oh, how I fucking love mandel bread. <laughs> and this old lady used to... I don't even know what no, that is. Oh, we, 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 when we're in New York, we're going to go to... Uh, yeah, you'll get, you'll get mandel bread in New York. Oh, wait a minute. She used to make it with prunes and it was delicious. Mandel bread with prunes. prunes Boy, that would loosen things oh. up a lot, wouldn't it? No, it was, it was delicious. I love mandel bread. Oh, you know, you know what we should do, too, because we're going to have to go in a minute. We should give a plug because you do your show every Wednesday at 2 o'clock at Pangea Restaurant. Yes. Yeah, so then I want to give the plug for that, please. Everybody who's watching now, my show is at 2 o'clock. It's live from Pangea. You're probably wondering, why do I do it from this restaurant? Of any place in New York, they have supported artists consistently for decades. They have a cabaret room that is second to none, an incredible bar, a menu that would knock your socks off. And they are one restaurant that throughout the entire pandemic was able to keep it going, including having performers outside, okay, when we couldn't have people inside. Now we have them inside. Now things have normalized, but it's such a terrific place. And Jimmy and Ron, when you come here, we have to have dinner here. Please Listen, do, do, because because we know you. If we give you a name, do we get a discount? <laughs> okay, I'll ask if we Jesus Christ. You are just a SOB. Well, you, know, you know, when you have celebrities dining in your restaurant, you should give them a discount. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he asked the guy if he wants to book me there. I'll do Jane there one night. If you wanted to, Jane, I would totally, totally do it. Are you ready to do that again, Ron? I don't know. You know. Ah, you, know, you noticed there, I asked that. Wait, there are moments where I get sentimental and I miss my a crazy two shows nightly for 30,000 years. And then there are times I say, oh, you're so old. You couldn't do it anymore. And your humor is old. Nobody gets it. When I write jokes on Facebook, people don't get it. I they don't. That, well, you because you've been around That's because you're more than 30 and you know, are <laughs> you are you you're actually funny? You know, you are funny. Yeah, but, the, but funny's my, got nothing to do with age ever. Funny is funny. No, but today these young people are so fucking sensitive to every shit you say. So if you do a joke, well, you they know get you're offended. offensive, Ron. No, no, they, they do they, they do everything. What did she say? She said, well, you know you're offensive. You're offensive. I, 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 never I, well, politically correct. You know, wait, Al, Alan's going to remember Bell Barth, Alan. Bell Barth. Bell Barth. Yeah. Okay, you know what she used to say? If I offend you, tell your friends. Right. Remember? Or she would but say. style. Right? Yeah, or, or I used to love when she would sing Getting Banged in a Gondola. What was that? The whole Bell Barth was wonderful. I grew up listening to Bell Barth's humor, another great comedian. Yeah. I went, I went up to the Jewish Alps once. You know, I worked there for a weekend. The Borscht Belt. Right. And they had knockers. Nobody knows what knockers are. Alan, you know what a knocker is. It's yeah. the wooden mallet because the broads, the women had nails done and millions of diamond rings on and they couldn't clap because their hands didn't move. So they, so they gave them knockers and they banged on the table with knockers. And Belle Bart was appearing there, and I, I had the pleasure of meeting her, and she was so filthy. And I told you her, loved I said, it. Oh, I told her, I said, you are the filthiest mouth That's I've so ever funny. heard in my life, and I adore you. In the and she hugged me, and she said, Bubula, come over here, give me a hug. In the, and, chat and room, in the chat room, they're all right, and the reason you're so funny is because you're not politically correct. <laughs> who, who 
wants to be <laughs> politically, <laughs> no, politically, <laughs> p- politically correct is bullshit. That's all. Dave that, that, that's, he likes knockers. Politically correct is prejudice, you know. That's actually, prejudice. Actually, Dave, this is Wendy. She's like, she's a little older than the 20 year olds you usually like, but look how gorgeous she is. I mean, she's like one hot no, mama. No, she's a beautiful. You know what? My, my, uh, Dave's fr- our resident perv. My friend. <laughs> Hi, Dave. <laughs> Wendy, you're going to like this. My friend, Teresa, who you met at my birthday party. Oh, I love her. She was yes. great. She said to me that you are probably one of the most beautiful women she's seen in a long oh, time. Amazing. No, really. She really gave you a lot of compliments. She said, I love her. Look, her And face. she's not one to normally do and that. No, normally she'll say she's, like. All she does is trash everybody. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. No, that's, that's not, no, no, that's not oh true. God. She doesn't trash everybody. She'll critique everybody. Like, oh, that one. She's got too much makeup on or she looks like a tramp. Yeah, you and know? you came out like a but star. You came out with 100% Thank good. You. She really liked you a lot. Which was a lot. She's of coming to the Soho Johnny event. It's so going to be a reunion. It'll be like so, so fabulous. It really we're, will. We're all going to be together. I get to see Mark, who I love. Mark yeah. is my favorite sister. Uh, you have to say Mark, who? Mark the Always, you guys. Oh, yeah, I, Mark, I knew who he meant. Mark is so handsome. Such a yes. beautiful guy, really. Inside and out. Yeah, he's an amazing. He's absolutely beautiful. I love his husband, Billy. He has great guy. Well, Billy is out of his fucking mind, and I love every minute with he's him. Just a great Billy. Person. Billy, wait. I'm telling you, Wendy, you've never been with. Wait, is that broad still there? That what's the name? I, with the one, I don't know the, if she's with the big not, tits. She's working. Oh, she left. I don't know. Anyway, Eileen and Billy and I together. I can imagine. No, you can't. It's out of control. Totally. You should have seen them in Beverly Hills in the park where George Michael got arrested in the toilet. They were all like taking pictures in there. Wow. I, <laughs> I brought Eileen into the toilet that, and men were outside looking and there's Eileen standing next to the urinal where and he got busted pictures. taking pictures. I thought it was going to be totally different. Like I thought it would be like in the music video that George Michael did when he made the music video, but it wasn't. It was just like this dumpy little like it's disgusting toilet. Toilet. It's, a, it's, a, it's a park toilet. Yeah, it was disgusting. What, what did you Nothing want? Nothing special. <laughs> What Nothing. do you want? Swans for the taps in the city? I don't know. I just thought gold. it would be gold. It's swans. in Beverly Hills. I thought it would look better. Gold swans. <laughs> you got to like love it. So everybody, make sure you tune in to Wendy with Thank her shows. You, uh, if These Walls Could Talk is on um, Wednesday at 2 o'clock. Triversity Talk is Thursday nights at uh, 7 p.m. These are Eastern and time. And Cooking is anytime. 115 episodes on my YouTube channel, which is Wendy Stewart TV. My Instagram, she's the last model standing. Please follow me. You can go to my regular Facebook page, Wendy Stewart just like me, write a comment, tell me who you are, please, because I have all these guys from Afghanistan that want to be friends, and I don't imagine that Jimmy Starr sending them. Yeah, and, <laughs> and if you follow Wendy Stewart, you might get lucky. There you go. Thank you, guys. How do we show you, like, where do people find out more about you, Alan? Because you're really, you're like one of the most accomplished people ever. Like, Thank do you have a website or something, or where will we send people? Your website. It's <laughs> uh, Alan Kaplan Photography. Dot com. Our- so it's Alan Kaplan Photography dot com. Instagram, it's Alan Kaplan Photography. Right, or art. Or Alan Kaplan Art. Alan is also a very accomplished painter as well. And oh, that's another thing. Shout out to anybody out there. We're looking for a gallery now for the body of work that Alan has. Really incredible stuff. And we're looking for a gallery to put it into. So anybody knows anyone for that, that would be great. 
Okay, I'm gonna look up those. I'm gonna find those on Instagram and follow them. All right. Thanks. All right, everybody. That's Wendy's. Thank you to everybody in the chat room today. Thank you for tuning in. Bye. Bye bye. Love you guys. Yay. Wasn't that fun? Wendy, Wendy, I adore you. You're the best, Wendy. You're full of life. You're up. You're exciting. You're funny. You're beautiful. You're warm. You're loving. You're terrific. Absolutely. She's a doll. I like her. She's a good friend. And Alan's a sweet guy, quiet, but you know. Still waters run deep. Watch out. It could be a perv. He's like, he does such wonderful work. It's not even funny. He does. He's, he's not a he, perv. No, I know. I'm only teasing. Would you stop it? <laughs> I you know. know there's so many new people listening that they don't oh, know. Well, that you know what? They got to get over it then. If they don't know who I am and that I'm always teasing and kidding around, they shouldn't be listening to our show. They should be watching. Julia uh, re- says she's re- having a good they time. They should be watching reruns of Perry Mason. Julia's, ha- Julia's having a good time. So our next guest is here, too. So let's bring him in. All right, Rebel, bring him in. Bring them on. Hey, 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 Mike, how you doing? Hey, man, how you doing? I'm gonna, I'm gonna move into the other room where it's not so bright. <laughs> okay, that works out perfect. So, how do I actually pronounce your last name? Uh, Vicera. Vicera. Okay. Jimmy, what's wrong with you that you don't know how to pronounce? I just want to make sure I do it right when I do da it. Vicera means the night in Italian. Vicera. Are you Italian? I oh, know we lost him. He froze. He got he froze. so upset. He froze. <laughs> They're starting back. So much for that. Okay. okay. Uh, You're Italian, right? That's it. Here we go. All right. All there right. we go. That's good. Cool. Cool. Becerra. How are you doing? Are you, are you good? Are you Italian? I certainly am. With that face, you couldn't be anything else. <laughs> I mean, you got the map of Italy on that mug, kiddo. <laughs> And Dasera means of night. All right. So so I'm going to uh, do a formal introduction now that we've got him here. Yeah. You ready to go? Here we go. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented Mike Vicera, who is the lead vocalist for Anime's X, one of the coolest heavy metal bands on the planet Earth. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, man. How you guys doing? We're fantastic. How okay, are you? wait. Before we go any further, Michael. Less ceiling, more you. Oh, do you want to sit on There we go. Oh, ah, perfect. Perfecto. Now, se bellissimo. Adesso, <laughs> se proprio bellissimo. Parli italiano? Lei parla italiano? Uh, very little. Very little. Oh, but you capisce tutto. I don't know what that he means, understands, so but he doesn't speak. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I understand a little bit. I grew up around it, but trying to. Get some headphones. I'm a hundred percent Italian. I am too. Just I'm very, very Americanized. There you yeah, go. well, I was born in America also, but I learned Italian <laughs> because they sent me to Italy when I was bad to live with my grandmother for a year. I came back. Ah. Wor- I came back worse. <laughs> so hold on. So uh, so let me introduce you. So this is my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, uh, co-host Ron Russell. Nice hey. to meet you. Uh, I'm I'm Jimmy Starr. Nice to meet you. And we have a chat room with like a, a zillion countries represented. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. And before hey, we go everyone. any further, I want to say something, Michael. I am so sorry. We are not allowed to play your music, or we would. They will take it off the air. They did that. They kicked us off the air. We are not allowed to play anyone's music, even though it's yours. The only way we can listen to you is if you play something live. 
now. Then hmm. we can pr promote you. But I don't want Otherwise, you to, I don't want you to think website. that we are oversighting you by not playing your music. But I oh, wish no problem. We, yeah, I know, we're live. I, on I really I really wish we could because I enjoy it. Uh, they're all saying in the chat room they already know who you are because they're all saying they love the strawberry fields forever. Yeah, right. Oh, cool. they, like love it. So. How could you not love it? So all right. Awesome. So listen up, everybody. So first of all, you're in Florida, right? I'm in Nashville. Oh, Nashville. Okay. Yeah. I thought for some reason Eileen told me you were in Florida. Now tell me, how come everybody's moving to Nashville? Um, you what's know, going on? There? What's going on there? It's just a great place. The uh, it's, a, it's a really cool place to live. The nightlife is unbelievable. For music, there's no other place like it in the world. You know, it's just all happening here. So there's a ton of musicians and uh, taxes are low. You know, property tax is really low. And, um, you know, it's just it's just cool. So know? many people from L.A., I can't tell you, moving to, to um, Nashville as well as Atlanta and Nevada. Yeah. There's a great mass exodus out of California. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. They're we're, all, that's uh, where we are. We're tremendous, in tremendous. We're in Palm Springs. Tremendous, oh, cool. tremendous exodus yeah. from California. Yeah. The, the, uh, it, there's a ton of people from California moving here. It's crazy. Yeah. Just it's it's I mean, property's gone through the roof, but uh, really, well, really insane. The amount of people coming here. The cost of living in California has really gotten to the point of of, of unaffordable for most. Yeah. Yeah. I'm from Connecticut and it's pretty much the same there. You know, right. they're, they're just taxing everyone out of there. You know, I'm, just... I'm, I'm, I'm from New York, Long Island, oh, yeah. Brooklyn and Long Island. The taxes on Long Island are a joke. You buy yeah. a house and you could pay 22, 23,000 a year in tax. What kind, oh, of yeah. most, what kind of shit is that? Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Wow. All right. So, so let's go back. So much for that. So now, let's go back to music. music. So all right, you guys. So listen up, you guys. So Mike is in a, and, and this is a, such a cool concept. He's in a, uh, a metal band. Their name is Anime's X. Um, they're they're actually like because uh, they had it was a couple of different bands first, right? Yeah. Well, we started with um, started as Animetal USA in Japan. We did a thing for Sony, and uh, we did mainly Japanese <coughs> anime stuff you know heavy metal versions of it and uh it did great you know we did two records it did really well and sony just kind of dropped the ball on it we were you know we started touring in the states and um everything just fell apart so at that point we decided to do to to you know mess around with some disney songs and we demoed a few things and approached disney and they loved it so we did a thing called d metal stars um, and that was really successful. And um, I don't know if you're familiar with Disney, but when you work with Disney, they dictate everything you do. Yes. So, yeah, um, like Snow White's a virgin. <laughs> yeah. so, so we weren't allowed to do anything. You know, we had offered tours and, and all sorts of stuff. And uh, they just refused to let us do anything. So I was, was going to ask you that as a question. Yeah, I was going to say to you, working for Disney, how restricted are you? That was one of my questions. I yeah. can't imagine heavy metal uh, making sense with, with Disney bullshit. No, but what they do, tell them. What, hang on, tell them what yeah, you explain actually explain it to me. Tell them what you do because I don't think a lot of people know. And Strawberry Fields isn't the best example compared right. to the other but stuff. We, I love Strawberry Fields. Yeah, we did. You know, we did a whole record of Disney classics. You know, some of the newer stuff, some of the older stuff. We did. Um, um, you know, Mickey Mouse, Mar, Mouse, Mouse, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, whist, whist, whistle March. while you whistle while you work. Whist, whistle while you work. Um, we did a whole bunch of stuff. Um, 
uh, I can't for the life of me, I can't think of the songs right now, but it was a whole whole bunch of stuff that we grew up on and recent stuff like Beauty and the Beast and uh, a couple other things like that. And, you know, it was really done well. It was heavy metal, but it was really melodic. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't ugly in any way. You know, when you think of heavy metal, it was really, really nice. How, how about? How about Peter Pan and I, I can fly? You can fly, you can fly. Yeah, I love we, Peter Pan. Yeah, we didn't we didn't do that one. Um, That's a good one. We can fly, you can fly, you can fly. It was a very melodic song. You could should have done that. That would have been yeah. A good one. Well, we went through a bunch of you know we demoed a whole bunch of stuff and we submitted it to them. And, and the funny thing is, we did let it go from um, Frozen, Fro Frozen, from Frozen, and that's yeah. what they signed the whole deal on, and then they refused to let us. Releasing on the record, which was really bizarre, you know. Which is so funny. No, though. very stupid is what it is. It's, yeah. so, it's so funny though because Let It Go, that was like one of the biggest of that year. That was probably like the biggest song of that year. I mean, everybody freaking right. like knows what the was song. what was the reasoning for that? Um, was not really sure. They were. I know they had Frozen Two coming out at the time, and they never gave us a clear answer. They just said no, and that's kind I, I would have said why? Why yeah. no? We, we said why. We said why to a lot of things with Disney, and we never got a clear answer. You, you know, even, you know, they do they do a heavy metal thing um, at the park in Orlando every year, and they bring in some really, really heavy acts, you know, much heavier than what we, you know, what we were doing. And they just refused to let us tour and, 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 and do anything as a, you know, heavy metal act. And they make no sense. There's no rhyme or reason to. So, okay. A friend of mine is on a very famous TV talk show in New York, and mm -hmm. she said, and it's Disney owned, and mm. she said they're cheap as anything. They're so friggin' cheap. <laughs> yeah. No, really? So hang, they're very yeah. cheap, Disney. So hang on for a second. We have to stop in the second of all this. So we have a, a, a supporter of the show, and she lives in Germany, and she's in the chat room writing in you guys' Instagrams and Twitters and links to go see the music and your websites and all kinds of stuff. Her name is B. Claudia. So I need mm -hmm. you to do me a favor and just say, hey, B. Claudia, you know, and tell her who you are from Anime's X. Hey, B. Claudia, this is Mike Becerra from Anime's X. How are you? There you go. That way she can be all happy because she's the <laughs> coolest lady you'll ever meet ever. Awesome. And, um, so awesome. also, so then I went. So first of all, you guys, uh, uh, Anime's X's website is animesx.com. Right. Um, they, uh, they, they have a, a, a new cover of the Beatles Strawberry Fields Forever out right now, a heavy metal version. It's freaking absolutely amazing. Um, they had two number one selling albums. Wait, wait, who has it? Disney? No, no, him. No, Anime's X. Oh. No, it's on Tribeca Records. Di with, no, because uh, I was going to say, if Disney <laughs> had it, I would have said... No, Disney's gone. No, I would have said, you can't use it. No, Disney's yeah. gone. I would have got yeah, even. I would have got Disney. even, Italian style. Well, you can't use... <laughs> fuck you. You can't use Strawberry Fields forever. <laughs> Disney. No, they right. had two number one selling albums in Japan. <laughs> in Japan. They they were called the D-Metal Stars at the beginning then, right? Is right. that how it worked? Because exactly. I went... I Googled, I Googled D-Metal Stars, and there was like, you guys had your own video games in Japan. Like, actual video games called D-Metal Stars. I was like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah, it, it was crazy. You know, we were like number one and number two and kids and adults. We, uh, you know, we were doing theme music for TV shows, for anime series. It really, you know, exploded. And, you know, Rolling Stone did a big article on us here in the States and for Europe. And it even did really well here. And uh, it, it's just bizarre the success we had. And they just didn't want to let us promote it or tour or do anything. So, 
So then I, I, also... I really think that's that's like some kind of communism or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sounds they, like it. <laughs> they, they, they really shouldn't do that. What happened yeah. to freedom of expression, freedom yeah. of, of, of doing? I right. mean, you're an, you're an artist. You cannot contain an artist. You can't, right. You can't, you can't can an artist. I really yeah. get pissed off when I hear shit like this. <laughs> well, you know, the cool thing is, is that we can still do the songs live. We could re-record them. You know, so we will do Disney, you know, a lot of those songs during our live show as well. So, um, you know, what they're are not. Some, what are some of your favorite shows? What are some of the favorite songs that you guys like to perform? Um, you know, we love doing Strawberry Fields. We do uh, um, we do a cover of Working on the Railroad, that, which uh, will be coming out soon as a single. Um, and we That's just, like, I've been working on the railroad. That yeah, one? yeah. That's right. The old yeah. classic. And then the Disney stuff we do, you know, we love doing Let It Go and some of the older stuff. We do a medley of all the like the 40s, 40s shows and stuff, um, you know, Snow White and um, Song of the South. We do some of that stuff. So there, there's a lot of them that we really love doing. Um, and then we're doing a bunch of new stuff. We're doing Spider-Man, Power Rangers. Ah, uh, Go, go, Power Michael. Rangers. That one? Yes. Yes. Oh my God! And Spider Man, Spider Man, yeah. and I don't want a Spider Can. Oh my yep. God, I love it. Wait, yeah. Michael, <laughs> Michael, did did you do Zippity Doo Dah? We did in the medley. Yes, we did. And I love was, that. that. Yeah, no, you know, no, these are beautiful pieces of music, Jimmy. Yeah, and, we, and, and and you know, done in metal. I'm dying to hear this. I know it's really. Yeah, I want to. I want to hear Zippity Doo Dah in metal. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's, it, we did a medley of five songs, and that was one of the songs. We actually did Winnie the Pooh. That we did. Um, a, did a thing you do from, Snow White? I'm wishing. Uh, we did Wishing Upon a Star. We did no, do no, that. Not the other one. When I'm wishing when she sings into the well, she's wishing to get no. laid. She was wishing to get laid that night, so she kept singing. <laughs> I'm wishing. I'm wishing for the man I love. Yeah, no, we didn't do that one. Not yet, anyways. But. Uh, yeah, you know, um, and the way we did the songs were, was really nice. It was really, you know, everybody loved it. It was great for families. Young kids loved it. Adults loved it. And Disney just kind of. I cannot know. imagine Disney music in heavy metal. I must hear your album. Like, as soon as we get off the air, we're playing it. Yeah, it's, where, it's where, on, can, where can we get it, by the way? Let's get uh, the you, plug. You can, well, you know, you can buy it online anywhere like Amazon, um, iTunes. any of the, iTunes, any of that stuff. You could buy it, or you can go on YouTube and listen to it. It's all listed there if you plug in. And, and how much? It, how, how much is it to buy? Oh, I don't. I don't even know. Honestly, digital download is probably probably uh, ten dollar, bucks. To, dollar yeah. song, maybe. Okay, um, folks. So it's a buck a song. That's no big deal. You can so, afford it. You can afford it. Yeah, and, and hopefully we'll re-record it or release it as a live thing as well, some of the Disney stuff. And that's all on Tribeca Records, which is Soho Johnny and John Velasco. So. Yes, we love them. Yeah, Are you going to be performing at Johnny's event? Um, you know, I just got a notice about it. On the 11th? Yes. The, yeah, he, I just got a notice today about it, so I'll, I'll be discussing it with them. It'd be nice. Yeah, please, to come please up. do, do. We're going to be there. We're covering it. Oh, okay, and, okay, and, awesome. and be there because I want to hear your shit. Be there. Yeah, awesome. So, so last week or wait, the wait week- a minute, it's a big, it's a big deal, and the press that's covering it is major. So okay. you will get such visibility. It's a, you will really. 
Okay. Oh, great. Great. So, great. so two weeks ago or last week, you so said you, you were in Times Square uh, and you recorded for Wonderama. I don't know if everybody knows what Wonderama is. I, remember, I didn't know what it I was. I remember Wonderama. But Wonderama has made a comeback and they've been on the air. One of the oldest kids shows. I think they've been That's on the right. air for like yeah. 60 years or something. I, I remember Wonderama. And so you yeah. did it. You when did an episode. You did an episode of Wonderama, and didn't you play? You played the, tra- the, the whatever song you just told me a minute ago. What yeah, did we play? did. We did uh, working on a railroad and strawberry fields. We did two songs. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. David uh, David Osmond's hosting it. He's one of the one of the Osmond brothers' children. Sons, yes, Sons, yeah. So who who was the host of Wonderama years ago? Oh God, there's you, a, I, they had three different. I knew him. I knew the host. I, he was at. My daughter's pageant. His name was. Uh, he's dead now. His name was. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. He dated my daughter. In fact, yeah. I knew him. The guy that hosted Wonderama was called. Um, oh Jesus! What was his name? Good-looking guy. Um, anyway, it'll come to me. Yeah, I can't remember. No, but, but I, remember I, the I, show. I, I know him. I knew him. Yeah. Wow. Actually, Eileen's in the chat room too. Say hi to Eileen. Uh, no, I don't want to say hi to Eileen. No, I'm just joking. Hey, Eileen. <laughs> no, but Sandy Becker. Sandy Becker. Sandy Becker. Sandy Becker. My daughter dated Sandy Becker. Sandy and Becker. Sandy Becker was the host of Wonderland. And Eileen insists. And I that knew you guys, Sandy Becker. Eileen insists that you guys play at the September 11th thing. We can't wait. We're yeah. flying. And like you know, Michael, nobody says hi to Eileen. They just want to grab her. <laughs> yeah, give her, give her a big well, hug, right? No, no. Just put your head Joker? between. Put your put your face between her cleavage and relax. <laughs> so, so tell me, how did you get? How did you get involved then? In this? how were you like? How did you become the lead singer of this whole deal? Um, well, you know, I've 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 been somewhat popular in the heavy metal world throughout the years. I sang for a band uh, called Loudness that was quite popular, and then a. A guy named Ingve Malmsteen, and I, I kind of became the singer for all these great guitar players. So I've you played, you played with Ingve Malmsteen. He's yeah, fucking huge. he's huge. He's not yeah. like a little guy. He's like one of the biggest guys in the yeah. fucking world. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was. I sang for him for almost four years. We did. That is awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. So you know, so I'm, I'm pretty well known in the business, you know, and especially in Japan or Europe, and you know, here somewhat too in the states. But um, I bet you are. But listen, I want to apologize for. Jimmy's dirty fucking mouth. You know, he curses a lot. Hey, hey, I don't mind. I'm, I'm just as bad. I'm trying not to be. You know? I like love it. You're allowed on our show. We like to say fucking shit like that because all our, all our, all, we have over 5 million viewers and listeners, you know. I'm awesome. not lying. Yeah, no, I've heard. I've heard. And they, and they love all the filth. So which goes to prove that 5 million people in the world like dirty, like a pervs. They like dirty talk. Hey, hey, it's reality. So, hey. So wait, go no, on. it's fun because we don't yeah. say it derogatorily. We right. say it as campy and fun. If right. you say if you say it to someone in a mean content, then it's not polite or pretty. Right. But right. If, if like you know, like I always say, I'm from Brooklyn. If I saw you in the street in Brooklyn, I'd say, "Hey, Mikey, how the fuck are you? What's going right. on? How's it how's it swinging, babe?" Exactly. You know? Yeah. And, 
that's 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 a warm welcome. That's a good yeah. friend says that. It is. It is. I'm used to that. That's what I come from. So well, that, I come know. from. Um, that's how I am. I mean, I yeah. see my friends in Brooklyn. I say, "Hey, Bucko, how you doing?" Or fuckface, fuckface, <laughs> yeah, fuck fuck, Bucko, or fuckface. Either one, fuckface or Bucko. <laughs> so wait, go I, go back. How did you? So okay, so then this... when I meet my female friends, I go, "Oh, Putana, how are you?" <laughs> <laughs> so wait, wait, you so you you're popular. A lot of people know you. How did you guys? How did you come up? with or who came up with the idea to put together a band and play kids songs in heavy metal great idea you know when we when we did the anime thing in japan it was so successful you know uh sony had approached me and asked me they wanted to do a project with me and we kind of threw out a couple of you know ideas and uh you know we tried this you know we tried the anime thing and that was really crazy we had the kabuki makeup on and, and it was really really over the top um, and they got a lot of, you know, pretty, pretty popular guys, Rudy Sarzo on bass who played with, you know, uh, Quiet Riot and Ozzy Osbourne. And then Scott Travis played drums who played in Judas Priest and, you know, a bunch of popular guys, Chris and Pelletieri on guitar. So, we, you know, we just kind of tested that and it did so well and it did well worldwide. Um, when that kind of fell apart, why we don't know, we decided to to start looking at kids music. We, you know, we tried doing Broadway stuff. We did kids music. We did, um, you know, we, we actually did a cover of, uh, uh, is it ain't we got fun? The, the old, old, like 1920s song, um, or turn of the century. So we just, we tried a lot of different things. So we're not just doing kids music. We're also doing, um, you know, stuff from movies, stuff from Broadway, stuff from cartoons, superheroes. So, um, you know, we're just, you know, we, we kind of tested the waters on a few things and everyone loved this and we love it, you know, and, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, well, so. I think the idea of doing the Disney thing is great. It's a gimmick. It's yeah, ca it's catchy. And the young kids today, they don't really want to hear I'm wishing all that faggy shit. They right. want to hear heavy metal. So now yeah. you're giving them uh, wholesome crap in heavy metal. It's wonderful. Right. But you guys, too, you can go on YouTube and you can like watch the videos because they have uh, a couple of great videos out. And, and one of the things that I think is so cool about it is the fact that it's not like a bunch of guys. I mean, basically, you got you got four guys or whatever that are, have been extremely successful in their own right coming together to do this. Right. You know, uh, right. and uh, so it automatically brings a fan base of, of all you guys as fans that you already have. And then by doing the type of music you adding, I mean, because it's really a family thing. It's not really just for kids. It's for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's for adults. You know, no, I mean, I, what instrument what instrument do you play? I'm the I sing. I'm the vocalist. So I'm, okay, I'm the listen, singer. listen, listen. So if you don't want your vocals torn out of your throat, <laughs> I make a phone call to Brooklyn. They rip your lungs right out. They rip the throat out with it. You better show up at the Soho Johnny event. Okay. You got it. Well, I'm making one. I'm I'm dropping a dime on you, and the vocals are gone. You'll need that fucking machine you put to your throat. Where you throat. Like, da, 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 da. So yeah. there's no there's no limits either, though. Then because like basically you can do anything. Right. Like, you guys can come up with such a wide variety of a selection of songs to do. It's amazing. Exactly. You know, it's wide open for us to do anything. And, you know, um, you know, it's funny, too, because the real the, even the diehard heavy metal fans love this sort of thing. You know, it's 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 crazy. Um, it's new. Anything new is new. good. 
Yeah, exactly. How much, how much metal can you listen to for the last 30, 40 years? Right, this is, exactly. This is, this is refreshing. It's new. I'm right. telling you, I'm excited. I can't wait. Oh. I swear to God. I swear <laughs> go, my, go Power Rangers. I swear on my kids. Yeah. I have I have to paint a wall in my house. So ah. I'm going to put your music on while I'm painting the wall. After the oh. show, I got to paint. Awesome. Awesome. Go. I would love to hear the Power Rangers one. I actually, I'm a big power. Like, no, I want to hear the Disney shit. The, the Power Rangers one, though. Well, the Disney shit I don't think is out. Well, the Strawberry Feels Forever. You oh, can, can I hear. get the Disney stuff? The Disney today? stuff, I, I think it's on YouTube. I think if you put uh, D, D Metal Stars okay. as a search, it'll come up. It'll list all the songs. You know, so this you interview. This interview is going right to YouTube. You know that. So everybody cool. out there, if you miss it and your friends miss it, you can watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to like love it. So actually, do you actually like like superhero shit? I do. I do. You know, I grew up on it and and uh, I really, you know, I love it. So um, it's, I it, it's I cool. Collect, I collect action figures, like superhero action figures and horror movie action figures. Oh, like really? My, oh, cool. It's like my thing. Cool. So are you more of a, are you more of a Marvel or a DC person? Um, you know, it's hard to say, you know, we, we kind of do both. So I, yeah, I do both see. too. So. I do both. Too. Well, no, a lot of people are diehards. One or the other. I right. do both. Did yeah, you right. Listen, I'd like to sing a Disney song for both of you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. Hi ho. Hi ho. We're off to the burlesque show. We pay two bits to see two tits. Hi ho. Hi ho. Hi. Do you have that lyric in your song? <laughs> It's not, but it could be. I think it should be in the future. I like that lyric. I said we sang that as, as that, that's Brooklyn. That's yeah. how we learned to sing. We sang little <laughs> melody lyrics like that. That's great. You know, my my grandparents lived in the Bronx, so I used to spend summers in the okay, Bronx. So and, Bronx is as bad as Brooklyn. Yeah, and then I then I had uh, family in Brentwood on Long Island, and so I was in Brentwood all the time right. too. So and I lived on Long Island. But yeah. the Brooklyn and the Bronx, you won't get Italian food anywhere in America like Brooklyn and Bronx. No, no. Yeah, the restaurants, <clears throat> the crappiest restaurant, the most delicious food. Yeah. B. Yeah. Claudia says to go on YouTube, put in D Metal Stars Disney Bentley, and it comes right up. She says yeah. she sent it to me, and she just sent it to me. I lived in Garden City as an adult with my children. Ah, so cool. that's not far from Brentwood. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. So, so like, who, well, who, who are nice. who are some of the who were some of your influences then? Like, who are some of the people that made you want to be like? No, did you do you automatically think okay, I'm gonna like be like a metal star? No, like, ask a better question than that. Ask whose <laughs> idea was it to do the Disney songs? That's what we want to know. Who had the bright idea? Well, it was it was my you know my idea? We started demoing and I was you know started talking with with some people about different ideas and. You know, I came up with the let it go thing. I was like, well, let's try and let it go. But did so. they say did they say you're out of your fucking mind? I mean, you're stupid ass. What are you talking about? This no, thing? no, they 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 were pretty open to things, you know. So um and we went to Disney with it and they they loved it. So we thought they were gonna be behind it a hundred percent and well, you know, Disney still has that gay guy running it. Maybe that's how come they let you in. It's not uh, so, it's not so square anymore. Uh, uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it's unexplainable. Well, you know, well the, gay, the gay guy running it is a little more liberal. In right. Than this, yeah. And the, the stuffed shirts they used to But have. there's so yeah. many other kids stuff that you can do that's not Disney that's just as popular. I mean, the Power Rangers, you don't get any more popular than the Power right. Rangers. Right. Oh, the, bullshit. Disney's more popular than the Power Rangers. And not if you go well. The Power Rangers is one thing. Disney's no, got a zillion. Disney things. has a million. Look at that thing yeah. with the ice, the girl that turns to ice. That 
cartoon made a frozen yeah. frozen that's the one yeah. that they they do that's the one oh you demoed. do frozen that's the one he yeah. said he demoed that's, that, 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 that's the one that the son of the bitches <laughs> wouldn't let you do okay right right yeah so um but yeah you know we do like ninja turtles and yeah um, disney still hopping you know pokemon yeah. we do everything you know we do totally. you know so totally um, but we'll be doing the Disney stuff live. We'll definitely be doing that. I live wonder as well. if Walt Disney was alive today. If he came back today, would he drop dead from what's happened to his company? I think uh, he, I don't think he would like it. I don't think he'd um, be happy. I don't think he'd be real happy either. No, honestly, no. but you know, um, no, he would not like what Disney has become. They're real protect protective of the of the brand, and they just they kind of don't make sense with some of the things they do, but. You know, they're Disney, so that's right. They get to do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah because they're cheap, they make a lot of money. So they do. They do make a lot of money. A lot of sure. money. Yeah. Just just in the junk they sell, the crap, the uh, stuff, the lunch boxes, the and licensing and stuff. Licensing. Yeah. So so how did you guys come across? Okay, because you you're you're a single that you just released not too long ago, Strawberry Fields Forever. Oh wait, huge one more beetle. question. Wait, wait, I'm in the I'm middle all, of a question. I'm, Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, I'm eighty. I'm eighty one years old. I forget. I have to interrupt you. Did they pay you when you did this music, or did they say uh, we'll, we'll push it and you make it on your own? It was a demo. They, well, they they paid us to record the record. They did pay us to record it. And oh, so the cheap it. bastards gave something, huh? Yeah, they paid up front. You know, not a bunch of money, but enough to make the record. But that was the problem. There was so much money on. Well, the you table. didn't have to. You didn't have to produce it. Well, I, I we made it. I produced. I actually produced it. No, I mean, the funding, fun, the funding. You didn't. Not the funding of it. No, not the funding of it. So um, they did pay us to do it. And the problem is, is that there was so much money on the table after the fact that we were getting offered crazy money to tour, and and they just, you know, we couldn't survive. You know, they were like, "No, you can't tour. We'll tell you when and if and all that." And you know we were sitting on something that was a gold mine and doing great. And and well, why was, did they say that? They just never gave a clear reason. They just said, "We'll let you know." And I tried everything in the world, um, and we just couldn't get anywhere with them. And and that's when we started Anime's X. We're like, "Look, we're going to do this ourselves." You know, we fund this ourselves. You know, and and we own it, and we could do what we want when we want so well um, in show business that famous line will let you know when they do that you let me know to me i say i dropped it yeah yeah that's the that's the end of you will let you know yeah my ass you'll let know yeah jimmy, go, i'm sorry jimmy go with I your like, question no i want to know because the people in the chat room want to know so because you you there's a million beatles songs why did you pick strawberry fields forever um Great just song. love just love the song you know um you know, I do a cover of uh, Ringo Starr, Don't Come Easy, as well, um, that we may release, you know, down the line somewhere. But I've always been a huge, huge Beatles fan. When I was a kid, I wanted to be Ringo Starr. Um, so, and, I, and it's funny, I went into classical piano and singing, which is really not Ringo Starr, is it? But um, <laughs> that, that was, you know, I just loved the Beatles, you know, when I was a little did, kid. Did you and, ever go to the Strawberry Fields? No, in Central um, Park is really beautiful. It's in yeah. Central Park on the west side, right opposite the Dakota, where yeah. they, where what's his name was killed. And yeah. um, it's a lovely, uh, it's a lovely garden. One of mm. my favorites. When we're yeah. in New York with the Soho Johnny show, yeah, we're, we're doing a picnic in New York. Maybe we'll invite you guys. Okay, everybody, bring your own lunch. We're going to put blankets down in Central Park, all of us, and just get oh. drunk and have fun. Okay, 
All right, I can do that. We, we could visit Strawberry Fields, and then you take pictures in it. It's good PR, okay. good publicity. Pushes yeah. your song. You're in the fields. I like love it. So, so growing up, who were some of your other influences? Um, you know, when I grew up, and obviously the Beatles, you know that sort of stuff. And then when I really started getting, you know, where I was, I wanted to sing. I would say Queen was a huge, huge influence for me. Um, that's Freddie funny. Mercury. That's that's B. Claudia's favorite is Queen. She's yeah, a, I know uh, you used to shout it out. She's a Queen addict. Yeah, there's. I mean, as a vocalist and a front front man, Freddie was just, you know. I mean, that's what I want it to be. Um, I love David Bowie. I, I love David Bowie as well. But Bowie he was great. Really, he really rocked. He moved. Yeah. He rocked. Yeah, he really did. I mean, all those guys, you know, the 70s was, was such a great time for music. And I was there. Yeah. So I, I mean, was lucky enough to be there with some of them. And yeah. David Bowie was sensational. Yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, sad, you know, that he he died so young. But God, well, you know, I, I love that stuff. When you live the life that he lived, it's a way amazing he even made it to that age. <laughs> it's true. It's true. He had more chemicals in him than than the chemical factory. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you guys too. Everybody really needs to go and listen to Anime's X because it's it's such an amazing music. Yeah, let's clarify music. the name for all the elderly people out there that don't hear well. Anime is A N I M A Z E, and then a big X. Anime's X. Okay, you got that. Anime's X. You Jeff son of a bitch. And you guys should also. Uh, <laughs> well, I can't hear any. You, you really either. have to listen to Mike and his vocals. He's got a, a very distinct uh, vocal sound. He's an amazing, amazing singer. Well, he's Italian. All ah. Italians sing. We were born singing. We came out of our mothers singing Oh Solo Mio. What are you kidding? <laughs> there you go. Right? Do you ever meet an Italian that can't sing? Uh, not not really. I mean I mean Tony Bennett could sing, you know. Oh geez, yeah. <laughs> do you yeah. like do you like anthrax? I know they're not really metal, but do you like anthrax? I like anthrax. Yeah, I'm you know, I'm familiar with those guys. Specify um, it's a band, please. Everybody not knows disease. anybody it's, who's well, some people coming in may think you're all he weird. was on our show, Joey Belladonna was on that. our show two weeks ago. I know <laughs> that, but but when you say anthrax, you have to make sure it's a show. Because he's got another unique voice. It's a band. Yeah, not, Joey, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've known those guys. So I kind of started out in the same era with those guys. You know, I was in a band called Obsession that was kind of popular. We were signed to Capitol, and, and it was around the same time Anthrax was coming up, maybe just a little bit after. But uh, Well, Michael, let me tell you something, and this is no bullshit. If you do and you are going to definitely appear at Soho Johnny's or you're dead, um, <laughs> you, you're going to be with some of the – I mean, Scott Page is there, sex for Pink Floyd. I mean, we've got celebrities. Wow. There's going to be people there that are outrageously fabulous. Oh, I mean, cool. Jimmy, Jimmy – oh, yeah, this is no shitty little burlesque yeah. show. You know, there's no medicine show. This right. is a big – so Johnny's doing this for uh, the, the – uh, Let me help. Let me help. No, no. Let me help Inc. His let charity. Me, right. The charity. Oh, right. Right, right. So, I so yeah. it's a it's a big deal. It's gonna it's, it's quite an event. And then we have a penthouse party, an after party, up on the roof of the hotel, so we can you know all jump off. I'll jump off, get really drunk, and jump. Yeah, okay. yeah absolutely. So well, you guys we'll too. have a good time. <laughs> when we the can holiday, sing, we could sing on our way down. When the holidays okay. come too, you guys. Last Christmas, Animes X released an amazing Xmas. Yes, and uh, yeah, uh, it's a, a great a, a great song for Christmas. So you're gonna have heavy metal at Christmas. 
You've yeah. got he- heavy metal for every day of the week, and uh, they're going to be they going still on call tour. It heavy metal, yes. Uh, call heavy it? rock, heavy metal, metal. Yeah, because yeah, my nep- my nephew is a drummer, and he's a heavy metal freak. And he said they don't call- Uncle Ron. He said they don't call it heavy metal anymore. Well, yeah. the old people do. Yeah, the, the older guys do. We call it metal or hard rock, really. What we're doing is kind of a cross between heavy metal and hard well, rock. Well, just so, so. That the young, so the young people out there know what we're talking. We're on the same page. Yeah. That heavy metal is rock. Yeah, it is. It is just the heavy rock, you know. Heavy um, rock. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, yeah, you know, they, we may be doing a thing, um, a, 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 maybe a residency or a, a run of some kind in New York. Um, it's either going to be New York or Vegas for the Christmas thing. Um, so we're working That's on awesome. Yeah, we're working on a Christmas show. So um, hopefully, you know, and they were talking in Times Square, you know, right off of Times Square, maybe at the Marriott, you know, in one of the rooms or something. Uh, and uh, but it, everything's up in the air right now. But we may be doing a run in New York. In That's the Marriott Marquis. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you guys, the uh, official website for Animes X can be found at www.animesx.com. Their, yep. inst- their Instagram is Animes X, but their Twitter is different. But you don't really do your Twitter much. You guys are more on Instagram. Yeah, I you know I don't really do Instagram or Twitter. Um, it's all done for us. <laughs> I just I, I have enough trouble with my phone, so I no, put, uh, you're doing me both. I don't yeah. do it either. I have yeah. it done for me too. Yeah, um, and then there's a lot of I guess there's a bunch of info on Soho Johnny's site as well or Tribeca Records. Yeah, um, SohoJohnny.com, so. you guys. The event, uh, uh, the event will get released tomorrow. We're doing a press release for the event and, and the people that are going to be uh, performing at least the first wave of everybody. It's going to be a lot of fun. And um, follow AnimesX on Instagram at AnimesX. And I want to say Soho Johnny is not only a star; he's a man with the biggest heart in the world. He cares, he cares about people and yeah. he does all of these things to raise money for cancer, for all yeah. kinds of uh, uh, people in need. Soho Johnny is, is a st- superstar in my mind yeah. and in my heart, he's a good guy. And I love, yeah. so- I, I really love Johnny. He's cool. Yeah. Did you know that he and Nino drove four hours to come to Long Island in freezing rain to, for my birthday, just to wish me a happy birthday. Wow. Really? That's the kind yeah. of guy he is. And yeah. they brought, they brought, Beautiful Italian pastries. I was. Ah, nice. All right, everybody. So this is Mike Vicera, <laughs> Anime Sex. Mike, we want to thank you for coming on the show. We're out of time. We'll hopefully see you next month. In uh, no, we're going in to. Oh his, oh, his lungs are gone. <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank you so much, everybody. Get Anime Sex new single, Strawberry Fields Forever, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Thanks, thank you guys. Bye, bye. Look forward to seeing you, Mike. I want to hug when I see you. Bye, okay, everybody. you got you're it. A, you're a you good guy, it. Paisano. Me, okay. good guy, good guy. <laughs> bye, everybody. Stay well. awesome. Stop being it. Stop being it. Good. Yeah. This is MTV. I'm chilling. Every star yo sitting down and designing. Why every man never thinking? What are we gonna be wearing? Yo, I'm a Liverpool MC. Can't test me. Big up the girls inside the party. Let's get down to crazy Jimmy. Big up myself and all the Southie. The one and only the Turkish MC. Always love the clothes of Jimmy. Bitch, punk yo, what I wanna be? Stop new celebrities.